0: Three, two, one.
1: What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash? I'll tell you what you get. You get the next episode of Long Longfly Film Podcast. Welcome, everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hello. That was great. I'm back.
2: <laughs> I am back as well after Hi. like two or three weeks. How long has it been since I've been here? A long time, it's it feels. It's been too long. Too long. I'm finally back finally have time uh Uh,
1: we have siegel joining us again
3: once again very excited to be back it was so much fun last time
0: Mm mm-hmm Uh, Against my better judgment, but that happened without me. (laughs) But (laughs) whatever.
3: You weren't supposed to be here. To be fair, when I was true, true, true. It was going to be.
0: It was going to be the. It was going to be the not so long bus ride film podcast.
3: Right. (laughs) Well, Texas is far.
0: True. So not so long flight film podcast. Mm
3: -hmm. There you go. Or very long bus ride.
0: very long bus ride film podcast. Yeah, that that works. Yeah um <laughs> yeah uh this week we're doing the wes anderson filmography uh which means i had to cram watch bottle rocket and finish uh what's it called life aquatic this morning cram and also, watching
3: i think two films doesn't count as cram watching mate I, I
0: mate like can, can i tell weeks, you something i, think. I watch I, like I, I watch at tops like three weeks or we- three films a week now. Like that's cram watching. So you had me. to you
3: had you had to watch yeah. this I hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um also we are doing You're Never Really Here. Mm-hmm. Um which is pretty fascinating. But first I think we have a few things we wanna get off our chest. Uh the first being that um another round, which we talked about on the podcast quite a while ago, uh like when it came out. So like Four or five episodes ago, uh, is getting remade by Leonardo DiCaprio in English. Um, yeah, do we? What, what are, do we know what yet are who's our thoughts directing? on this? Um, no. no I, <laughs> I, don't I think, think a lot so. of
3: right. I think the fact that we don't know who's directing that there's not an artist behind it, like someone who's interested in remaking it, says says a little bit more than I think. Wait, they don't you know, have the a director. Hollywood wants to remake it, and they hired the biggest actor, but they don't even have a director. They don't have someone who oh wants to do God. it, per se. They're just making it because they need to make it to make money, and it's just, I don't know. I think it's interesting that um, Vinterberg is is executive producing and is sort of defending it, but I also think he's doing that because he's getting paid.
4: I, yeah, mm-hmm. he probably
1: wants money.
3: Yeah. Because so, he's probably
1: like, okay, with this concept, I got awards. Now, with this concept, I want to get money. Maybe that's his, like...
3: Right. <laughs> So there's, there's sort of a flip side to it that that it is a sort of cultural um, phenomenon in Denmark, the whole drinking culture, and it can be translated into a very very different film just with the sort of basic premise in America. Um, mm-hmm. But I also don't see that happening <laughs> so much, especially yeah. because there isn't a director now. It's just Hollywood and Leonardo DiCaprio, and who else can we get that's big? And like they will probably just like hire Tarantino or Nolan just because they're the biggest names. Like you know what I mean? Like it's sort of it just seems kind of disingenuous in every facet yeah I think thing. there's still
1: definitely some potential for this idea to be made in America but like there's I don't think there's any passion behind it like I don't think anyone's right. like yeah unless it's Vinterberg because like it's his idea the
3: that's what I thing, was saying I was talking to someone about it and I said why don't they just hire Vinterberg and Mads to do it in English like it's, it's that easy yeah they, they honestly, <laughs> they should. Both, it's not complicated and there's mm. no reason not to. And I think that what's, what's so weird about Another Round is it's not a revolutionary concept. It's not this brilliant idea right. that, whoa, it needs to. It's, it's such a simple film, and the entire success of it is the empathetic direction from Vinterberg and, and, and how right. close it was to all That's
4: of
5: them. So there's it. nothing
3: about a disingenuous American remake that I see being in any way uh, heartfelt like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Vinterberg should have won Best Director. Like, he definitely is my favorite, favorite directing of the year.
3: But, you know I liked I liked I Florian so. Zeller's for the father but I agree Oh it. yeah that's Yo, I don't think Florian I, I was like even nominated him. was he No he wasn't Uh no that's crazy yeah
0: Why wow. um, did the mother? I'm no. very happy for Chloe yeah. That's
3: Yeah no pick. no no definitely
0: yeah. I watched The Medland again uh, a few days ago mm. uh, I got added to Disney Plus which I'm on my free trial for because I wanted to finish um Wes Anderson's films and that's on Disney Plus here too. Oh, right. And uh Yeah, it's just so good. I, I don't know, like I, I watched it with a friend and we were like we, we were like watching it and then we just like uh, You kind of forget like how good and like well made these films are. And like just mm-hmm. the way that Chloe Joe like like she anchors the whole thing. Like you can tell like there's like in in, in the best possible way, it feels like you're watching Nomadland as an observer, and like it's almost like you are watching it like through Chloe Jow's like eyes, and and it it, it just it, it's such an interesting kind of film. Although I think it's a bit ridiculous. Frances McDormand has won a third Oscar. Her performance is like it, it's I'm, genuinely. I'm fully amazing. a defender
3: of the Oscar. She was my number one pick. Personally. No, but
0: like, she's genuinely amazing. Like, in, in, in the yeah. film, she's yeah. able to say so much without saying anything. Yeah. It's, you know, it's she's very just, much like,
3: a visual performance.
0: She's just, like, like, the way she postures herself, like, everything. And, like, people give it shit for, like, like there's a scene where she poops, but, like, yeah, but, like, it, it's showing her it's, life, that's part you know? Of and, the like, experience exactly. Of yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, no. it, it's an important part of the family. It, sounds, life. it yeah.
3: sounds adequately discrediting, but if you actually look at it in the context, it is a very. It's a realistic and, and genuine moment of, of that, of what it, what it's like to live as a, as a nomad, sort of.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're spot that on. It authentic. authenticity. Like, if I have one floor, I think the the exposition is a bit, like, on the nose. Like, there's a scene where she's, like, applying for a job. And it's like, oh, I used to live in Empire. Oh, Empire, the city where there was minors, and then it all got shut down and everyone had to leave.
3: Right, like, right. Oh, yeah, okay, well. Graham, yeah, Graham yeah, is yeah. being disconcertingly quiet right now.
1: Well, yeah, that, that <laughs> like... yeah i'm aware we're talking about nomad then but um it, <laughs>
3: oh yeah sorry it's, 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 it's too long i'm excited for the eternals, next. eternals this fall there's <laughs> no graham isn't the biggest fan so i'm like waiting for him to pop up with why yeah why wrong. <laughs> the
0: adventure the avengers poster thing is dumb though like i i agree yeah that was so weird. funny went, it's so ironic yeah, yeah so it's it's And really was so interesting
3: it wouldn't be as weird
0: Oh, there's a scene where she passes um, by a
3: theater that's playing the Avengers, and it makes sure to show that they're playing the Avengers on the marquee.
0: I do not remember that scene. And she's like, she's like longing. The thing is,
3: it wouldn't be that weird if she wasn't directing a Marvel movie. Marvel movie next, yeah. It seems seems to be a knowing nod to that, which sort of I don't know. It's so weird.
4: Yeah, it's like a
1: critique. It's basically like a critique of like the. Of like all these big like blockbusters and stuff, it was just like mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's very it's very like small, but it's like okay. You're but like, but also directing the Eternals next year, so shut the
3: fuck up, right? Yeah. And she's been directing the Eternals. I'm sure it's in it's in some sort of production now. Like she did not know. Yeah, I think the movie no. when she started Nomadland, she had to have known. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, um but the, I think also like the like. The capitalism stuff is really subtext to me. Like the whole film, yeah, like it's not, it's not really about, it's a like, personal film capitalism. more than a, it's just like more a, than a personal societal story, film. Yeah. And like, it's not like, cause it's not a critique. Cause it's, cause what Chloe Zhao is doing is she's not like saying, look how terrible this lifestyle is. Don't you wish these people had money? You know, she's like, she's like saying, right. look at, look at the beauty that can be found within this lifestyle. And right, just right. like and like these people aren't wrong for living this way. I mean there's that scene at the start with that fucking Karen goes up to her and she's like, Oh, if you ever need a half, come stay with me. You know? <laughs> it's like all oh, right, okay.
3: I, I did <laughs> I just back on the Avengers thing, I did think it would have been funny and I'm proud I'm sort of proud is the wrong word, but that the Oscars didn't do what I thought they were gonna do, which is right after Nomad Land wins Best Picture, play a trailer for like I really a really oh, wow. movie or something. That, would be- that would've been wow. beyond been- be, oh. ironic. It would've been hilarious.
0: But, oh no that would have been funny i would have loved to see that except except you guys got like ads for like west side story and stuff like that we just got like car yeah, commercials yeah. Uh, looks bad and in
3: the heights <laughs> t-
0: we just got car commercials yeah like nothing <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> no. I, I,
3: I just about the oscars it was an abysmal ceremony and i really oh, it was, awful. It was... watching it it was just not good at all it was above all else just painfully painfully boring
0: oh my god the speeches right. like Thomas Vinterberg, I, I love you. I love you. But your speech was too long, sir. Your, too your speech. Long, like, your I, I speech hate to say play, the play the them
3: off stage, but play them off yeah, stage.
0: Yeah, honestly. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I loved how he talked about his daughter. That was really good. Yeah, that was, know, a, that it was, was a beautiful great.
3: speech for sure. But, but I mean, you don't have like, 20 minutes for this. That's not how it works.
0: Yeah. Like the woman who's giving it was makeup. This
3: such an <laughs> unhinged ceremony. Everyone I was, I was watching with people, and we're all like, are we on drugs right now? What is happening? But at the same time, it was just so boring, and I don't know how they managed to pull off such an utterly unhinged and just painfully boring experience. I, I, I unfortunately I,
2: I, I unfortunately wasn't able to hear any of the speeches because I was with a, like a lot of people, and it was just people talking the whole time. I couldn't hear a word of, of what the speeches mm-hmm. were well, saying. I'm
3: sure, it was more fun than the Oscars. I I'm yeah, I, I will say that. Yeah, I, I
2: didn't hate. The, <laughs> I, I didn't hate the Oscars this year. I just thought they were underwhelming. I thought. And
3: that ending
4: yes.
5: was yeah. very
3: was very. I am abrupt. I am looking back at it not in terms of watching it. I'm happy with most of the awards that were given. Yeah, to. most. I not agree. All. I'm.
0: Uh, most. I'm happy for yeah, Meg. Obviously,
3: you're not gonna have with them. i yeah. I'm.
0: I'm, I'm happy for Meg. Mank cinematography. <laughs> that was like people were giving it shit. I was like, that was my pick. I was really happy that Meg yeah. won. And production design, right? Yeah, but that was like a given. Like it's like a Hollywood. Yeah, right. I thought I it, I personally nostalgia. wanted the father to win.
3: Hollywood.
2: Hollywood. Oh yeah, The Father was my like my second pick I think or my just in terms of
3: how they managed to make three separate locations, his house, yeah. her house and the hospital yeah. room feel so at home and yet so unfamiliar and so homely It's so distant at the same time. It's a, such a subtle production design and I don't think Josh is ever going to really recognize that but it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, I think The it, Father. I mean, The Father easily was my favorite film of the year. Like
0: Mine too. Yeah. And, yeah
3: I mean, it, if it's, it's been not if
0: twenty twenty I, I prefer I'm thinking of ending things. That's yeah, same. Favorite. yeah, I'm thinking of ending things. It was mine too. Uh loved supernova, but no one's ever gonna give that shit. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, like I, I think like the father production design is like the equivalent of Parasite production design last year too. Like it was, yeah. it's nice it was right. nominated, but like it was never gonna win. You know, like it, it's like right. the That's pick true. that everyone would go for, but like yeah, 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 it would never win. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or like Roma the year before, you know, it's like the the movie did that like Roma get nominated wants to for production win. design. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. Wait, nice.
4: Just so Roma was nominated for production design.
0: Roma production design.
2: Oh so my gosh. Uh, 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 y'all know why I wanted that to win. You guys know this already. Oh my gosh. There's the a whole production design. episode on it. Yeah. yeah the, the production design <laughs> in Roma is just perfect. Absolutely perfect. Like I am not going to talk about it. I've already spoken about it <laughs> enough. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else was production design this year? It was Mank. It was The Father. Uh Ma Rainey? Is that also production design? Yeah, probably,
0: I think we're probably. in. Um, I'm sorry, but Mara Rainey's production design is kind of like I think it's pretty ridiculous. I mean it's just kinda of one yeah, set. Yeah, they shot in And two it's a room. studio. Nothing,
3: like, yeah, it wasn't a big yeah. I also I, I don't know if it's just like a bunker. Is, uh, I think the accuracy of it was was alright. I just didn't enjoy it. Was the makeup on Viola Davis? Just I did not I didn't it was too much man, sure, maybe it was oh, accurate. I fact.
0: loved it. No, it was very I sweaty. Yeah. I, 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 it, it seemed really authentic to me. I I I think she like she I, I've seen photos of like Myrani and like I, I did some stuff and she looks great. Like I, I think that, that authenticity and stuff like that looks really great on her. Oh no, seagull, seagull ditched. But yeah. You back?
3: Sorry, I I got cut out. Yeah, sorry, I'm back.
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah the authenticity on her
3: last time
0: also is really good um the what? This, like it it would have been embarrassing of like a hillbilly elegy one or something like that for, like, yeah that would for, nothing for, like makeup yeah but at least got... glenn
3: close twerked, so she got that
0: oh jesus we watched it <laughs> we, we we watched it in like our class our media class was watching um uh was watching the oscars and like Everyone was just cringing their asses off. We were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, Jen, do you know the butt? The butt. The butt. The butt. The
4: but? butt. The but. butt. Da
1: butt. That's the thing Glenn Close was doing.
2: Oh yeah, my twerking. friend Mac was like going crazy when he saw that. Like, is is she gonna do the butt thing? Is she gonna do the butt thing? And then she did it, and then he went crazy. Like, oh my god, he did the butt. Thing. I don't know what it's referencing. Is it, isn't it from? Uh, wait a minute. I think I actually might know. Isn't it from School Days? Some Spike Lee movie. I, I think that's oh, where I that dance it. is from.
4: Yeah, I've seen it. And I just remembered Gosh, now. The Oh uh, yes,
0: yes. Great. Also, um, I think Uh Yunjae Jong's speech was really great. Um, that that was like really wholesome. That made me really happy. I love seeing her win stuff. She's just great. <laughs> not to she's sound like, like a broken
3: dreaded. record but again i think the fatherhood of olivia coleman should have won for that i'm not at all upset by the win in that in that case but uh my own personal like, pick my own personal olivia- pick would have been would have been coleman
0: olivia Coleman's great but like i think Yunya jong like she's the like the heart and soul of that like she like as soon as she like arrives you think like oh my god this woman and she's like the most she's just the most wholesome thing you can ever you yeah. can ever yeah, see really, in that film and like uh, the ending the reason is, the ending is like yeah. as impactful as it is is because of her i mean like y- y- you watch her and like there's that moment like when she's sleeping with david and then she wakes up the next morning and it's just like oh fuck like, you, like she, she, she's yeah her performance is uh, amazing and then her speech was incredible i do like, think oh, Brad, it's very
3: cool she gave it to something <laughs> That was less showy and just more oh, genuine. Yeah. Brad Pitt. It wasn't like, oh my goodness, nice this is a great acting Pitt. reel, you know?
0: Yeah, nice to meet you, Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was great. <laughs> um, also, what, what, what were the other ones that happened that were a bit crazy? Then, uh, was well, like the switching
3: when... of the category uh, order was bizarre. Yeah, that was awful. Well, it's just utterly bizarre. bizarre. Director was, was like the fu- fourth mean, one yeah
0: yeah that was weird that was really yeah, the weird.
3: whole the whole order was weird it was just but like it was insane
0: i kind of like uh, uh i mean everyone knew nomadland was winning best picture anyway yeah. so maybe yeah. they just wanted to like like saying oh right let's just move Same on with it, this yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm, I'm
3: even happy with with hopkins win i think he very much deserved it it's just the way they they presented it made no everyone lost in that scenario
0: I mean, like it wouldn't have been as bad if, like, it, no, it
3: wouldn't it, have been bad at was, all. He didn't win. He yeah. didn't win. Whatever, it's fine. But they presented yeah. it in a way that seemed like he was gonna win and then didn't. And sure, he maybe he wasn't supposed to win. Maybe he wasn't the best. But to to but to lead everyone on like that was just sort of sort of bizarre.
0: Yeah, you're right on the money there. It's just it's, it's just fucked. Like it's really bad. Uh, uh, we were shocked. Like I was happy Anthony Hopkins won, right? Because I think his performance uh-huh. is, yeah. is my favorite. But um. Damn, like that that was fucked though. Like th- yeah, Like no. they flew out Chadwick Boseman's widow and like his family. You yeah, know? and they and just they like
3: put like stuff in the goodie bags. Like they really they really milked in yeah. as an attraction and then didn't I mean like milk for anything. <laughs>
0: I mean the worst part about the Oscars is that I always get the Ben Shapiro video and my recommendations. Yeah. And I just like I'm <laughs> just like oh gosh. I just, just I feel oh, like that's like, on you uh, because I don't
3: get that video because I don't watch no, any Ben Shapiro.
0: I always get it because it's just every year. I don't watch any videos, but it's always <laughs> but like you, Ben Shapiro you mean, on mean the Oscars.
3: Sometimes i and like I don't ugh. I don't make memes so I don't watch him This at
0: all. year, this year he like he went overboard this year. He was like, eh, the hundred million dollar movies, that's the ones that they make for you. And then they make films was like Nomad Land, which they make for them. And it's just like, what? Like, what? who's them? Would you think, like, yeah. who's them, Ben? Like,
3: like the- Chloe Zhao is not a Hollywood insider there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, now she is, but.
0: Uh, yeah, I, made it. I made it for them. <laughs> I think Ben Vince- Shapiro <laughs> needs to watch The Player. What was that? <laughs> pretty-
4: watch the
3: Player. Yeah. I said, I think Ben
4: Shapiro needs to watch The Player. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, uh, I think everyone needs to watch the player, but yeah, specifically. Yeah, not enough people have but watched like, the player.
0: It's not like Ben Shapiro even saw those movies anyway. Like, just like
3: he, no, yeah. he just needs to. Show he read, it. he read a silly synopsis and came up with like dumb and eh, capitalism to dis. <laughs> to, yeah, he came up with silly one-liners to discredit them without actually, you know, whatever. Anyway, Ben Shapiro is a fun topic, but yeah,
0: <laughs> love that guy.
3: <laughs> <Amazing>.
0: <laughs> love him um yeah so in short we're not happy about the another round remake and we're kind of underwhelmed about the oscars um yeah but i think that's
3: always the experience with the oscars yeah we all pretend it's going to be different every year and then it just isn't
0: exactly but, like people say the oscars like aren't important but like they are important like they're, 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 they're
3: important they're important not in determining what's best, but they are important in determining what
0: people's gets careers
3: more hype and people's careers and th- like Parasite yeah. saw a huge, huge uptick in viewing and popularity yeah. once it won. Mm-hmm. And it already mm-hmm. was popular just because of the hype around how good it was. And I mean that, that is a fact. But I don't I don't think that, that people who are like what's good, oh let's look at what the Oscars picked. That's a sort of bizarre uh, <laughs> outlook on, on what the Oscars do. But
0: like, it's also nice to see people that are deserving like win awards, and you think like, oh yeah, that's cool, you know.
3: So like, they yeah, they, they, it's it's they, rare they they that it's happen. for quality reasons and more because of whatever reasons. But like, it is nice to you know, see. Regardless, when
0: I like like Chloe Zhao was like that 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 was nice. Like I I really was happy to see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Emerald Fennell, I do not think wrote the best screenplay of the year, uh, but her speech was great and i just love her i mean i've taken a real 360 on promising yeah woman. i was <laughs> like,
3: just, like, a huge like yeah you 360.
0: have jim but like I mean, um
3: <laughs> i remember you wrote an entire apology review on it and i feel like it's yeah, not you, you used sexy. to hate it like so much
0: yeah. yeah you
3: did remember when i
2: gave it <laughs> I five stars? It. you
4: were
2: like you gave it five stars in
0: <laughs> i didn't give it five so I didn't give it five stars. I still think the ending is pretty bad, but like, still, like uh, the rest, I, I, I kind of love now. And I think
3: I can. It was I can it, defend the ending, but we're not going to get into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like, I think that um, like watching it with new eyes really like gave me a new insight because I watched it with my mom, we didn't know anything about it, and like it just showed like how effective I think it really is. Like, Wait, like you watched did it any of you manage to mom? catch it in theaters? Yeah, I, I watched it with my mom. That's, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, but like the opening scene, like she didn't know that she was like pretending to be drunk, you know. So it, like it really worked, like uh-huh. for me. And you think, oh wow, right, this right, is right. Like, this movie's really well made, and like it just like maybe pick up on everything, like even more. Yeah, so appreciate that movie a bit more. And Emerald is really she's she, she's really funny. Oh, it's so heavy and it's so cold.
3: Oh. It's, it's just like oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: She just, it was weird doing best screenplay first, though. That was pretty weird. Um,
3: Everything about the order was weird. There was no,
0: <coughs> also, was no
3: positioning of any award that was like, oh, yeah, come, that's where that one belongs.
0: How come the best actor was announcing best actor and then the best actress was announcing best actress? They usually did. At the end, Joaquin announced for that. That was weird. Um, I guess they wanted people to wait to see Joaquin Phoenix, so they put him at the right, yeah. <laughs>
3: I expected him to come out of like jeans and a t-shirt and be like, "All right, I'm here." I so place. did too. Which, I did too. Which he was, sort of he, did, but he did dress up, and I was like, "All right." He yeah.
0: did at the Golden Globes; it was amazing. He came in a hoodie or something like that, and I was just like, "Oh yeah." Well, <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. I just love him. I love him. Uh, speaking <laughs> of
3: speaking of Joaquin in a hoodie,
0: yeah, let's let's talk uh, about. You, I'm just kidding. Yeah, now let's move on. We're we're done talking about this shit show. Um, yeah, the one of our um. Movie Rex was You Were Never Really Here. It's directed by Lynn Ramsey? Yes, Lynn Ramsey. Okay, yeah. Uh and it stars Joaquin, uh, the junker, Phoenix. And he's um he's uh, a loner dude who lives uh with his mother. Um, he has mental problems and he goes out killing people and watches some old TV. Um it was directed by Todd Phillips. And- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's gosh. so
3: funny because if you look at the shot of him going to his, uh, the guy who hires him or who pays him, um, not not the middleman who he, whatever, obviously, the, the kid saw him and he fires him, whatever, but the, the actual guy where he was eating jelly beans, and that scene of the guy who was telling him yeah, where yeah. his next job is and everything. If you, yeah. if you look at him leaving that place and going down the steps, it's almost an identical shot that Todd Phillips copied for the steps in Joker. Oh, oh, also another thing. There's like so <laughs> many. Wait, you can go ahead. You can go yeah. ahead. No, no, I wasn't saying anything.
4: Oh, I, I
2: was gonna say I'm looking at the cast right now, and the actor for the young Quasimed Phoenix character is the kid who plays Bruce Wayne and Joker. Oh no nice.
3: way! Are you yeah. serious? Yes, That's pretty cool. Dante, That's crazy. Oh yeah, my Dante Ferreira. Todd Phillips is absolutely shameless.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: I like Joker what less and less. Gracious. Like and yeah, like, no, um, this film is so powerful.
0: I still like it. No, I still like it. I still like it.
3: I uh, my <laughs> my review on Letterbox well, all the way back right before I like actually started writing anything was um works for me. Took itself very seriously. That's all I wrote. Something like that. I gave it a. I was like, the time. I was like eh, no, it's all right. I gave it a six out of ten, I think, and it's it's fun. It's all right. But yeah, I mean, when, especially it. when you compare it to You Were Never Really Here. And just the absolute, just, just, just the power of this, this one compared to that one, which is so much more just theatrical and just like, oh, yay, this is happening now. And he's angry and he's violent. i like, okay. As opposed to this one where you really feel uh, his position. It really, like, really just puts it in perspective.
0: These movies aren't really similar to me. Like, I mean, he's, it's, it's a movie about the Joker, you know, the guy was played by Jack Nicholson in a Batman movie, you know, it doesn't really like, uh, I mean, like Todd Phillips took himself pretty seriously making that movie. So like. I guess it's okay to compare them, but yeah. Uh, well, I mean, one... I
3: think he, he even took yeah. a lot of things directly from this film. I think comparisons are more than fair. I don't think comparisons yeah, are fair sure. the other way around, that to this, but this to that. Yeah, uh, yeah Well, that yeah, the yeah. other way, that, that to, but, but comparing this in regards to that, You Were Never Really Here to Joker is unfair because cause You Were Never Really Here is so original.
0: Totally, um, yeah. It's,
3: it's, but looking backwards to, uh, from Joker to You Were Never Really Here, you can see a lot of similarities to maybe the Joker story and obviously the taxi driver story.
0: Um, yeah. Um. So, should we talk about it and like go in an order of like so we don't interrupt each other? Yeah, sure. I think <laughs>
4: that's a lot good of people,
0: idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, since Siegel has the most to say, I'm gonna let him go last. So, uh, Guillermo. So much to say.
2: <laughs> well, so yeah, for yeah, you, were you really, really to hear. All right. So I saw this yeah. a couple, a couple of years ago, I think, and I remember a lot from it. I remember enjoying it, and I think this was like one of the first. I think Joaquin Phoenix movies I ever watched, to be honest, like, I, I don't remember watching any other Joaquin Phoenix movies before this one. Like I, I saw her and her advice, the master gladiator, like much after this one. So I guess this was my introduction to him, I guess. And I really liked his performance here. He was like, I remember him being very quiet uh, during most of it. And I enjoyed it a lot. It's just, my biggest issue was the acting of the little girl. I did not find it very convincing at all when I, I mean maybe i I'm wrong because it's, it's been a while. I just remember not being like I don't know who played the little girl, but I think she might be in this movie that came out recently called News of the World with Tom Hanks. I don't know if that's oh, her is that
4: her
2: it looks like her it's I don't know I'm probably wrong, but it looks a lot like her, and she wasn't very good, but Joaquin was great, and I remember there's a lot of uh camera footage it's that not, was really it's cool not her. It's not her, but it looks like her. That's probably
3: why This I girl's name is Ekaterina... I'm going to mispronounce it because it's Russian. Ekaterina yeah, it, Samsonov or something like that. Yeah. And the yeah. one, in, the girl in... in, in Helena's Angle. Helena's Angle. Yeah. So... Uh, where
2: was I? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of camera footage. That was pretty cool. And, like, there's a lot of... The violence was, like, shocking sometimes. Like, like blood would just be splattering on Joaquin's face out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... It's it's a nice movie. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I rewatch it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know. I
3: thought nice all for me.
5: I liked it. I liked it. Yeah.
3: yeah, ruins my day every time I watch it. Completely yeah. ruins my day. <laughs> anyway, uh, um,
4: next. I can go next. Graham?
1: Yeah. Um, I just want to start off. This is a disgusting ripoff of Joker twenty nineteen. Agreed. So many of the Trimful. things did straight from the movie. Um, poor Todd Phillips, you know, he has to deal with all his plagiarism. It's um, Yeah, it's really gross. But wow. uh, so I watched, um, uh, when you talk about Kevin before this, and that movie's a masterpiece. So, it, yeah. um,
3: do you like that more? Yeah,
1: I do. I just
3: i saw it I saw it after this one because I love this one so much i I definitely like this one more, but they're both they're both amazing amazing, films. yeah
1: um I mean, just the it was really well made like uh I mean honestly, but some like the cinematography kind of felt kind of flat, like I thought it could have been more i don't know like uh how to like say it, but like I don't know, it kind of felt like not that interesting sometimes but uh i really liked like the directing um acting was good um little girl like wasn't that great like kind of like Guillermo said
4: yeah.
1: um i mean the main thing like like it's a good movie i just like didn't really connect with it that much mm-hmm. i feel like i connected with we need to talk about kevin
4: like a lot more like that was just
3: like, you, not to pursue that point too harshly but what part of we need to talk about kevin were you able to connect it
4: um,
1: just like the re- relationship with like the mom and the,
3: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kevin,
1: I just thought so like that you're was a
3: psychopath like, uh, and then your mom has to deal with you. I understand. What was that? <laughs> I was saying, cause you're a psychopath and your mom has to deal oh. with you. And I, I got it. No, no, no.
1: It was just no, like, no. I'm <laughs> like, I just felt so bad for Tilda us yeah, like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it's awful. a, it's a devastating situation for her.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, and I think I don't know. I like the like just the structure of that story. Kind of how it like started like um, after the incident and it kind of like flash back and like kind of like developed yeah, yeah. like No, you
3: know, it's the... it's an unbelievably well-made film.
4: Yeah. Um just, I mean this this Lynn is Lynn
3: Ramsey's just her confidence in, in what she's willing to, to experiment with in in terms of storytelling structure and just character. She's she's I definitely want to explore her filmography much more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, uh, I love her. I think she's great. I mean, she only like, takes... Seen, per- how
3: much have you seen from her?
0: One, this one. Uh, but, like, oh, I know about, about her. her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, like, she um, like she only takes and makes films that she wants to make, and that's just so... Responding. Right, yeah. That's she's really... She's very...
3: Yeah. I mean, she's... That's she's, it's really cool. Her and I feel like Kelly Reichardt are just super, like, they make what yeah. they want to make, they make... You know what I'm saying? They, they, this is what they want to do, this is what they want to say, and this is how they say it. And they're just yeah, so them. Great. I, I really love that.
0: Yeah. Um... As for the movie, I thought the first hour I was really digging it. I, I was like, uh, I, I think t- on a technical level, like it's pretty much flawless. Like I think all the acting is pretty great. I, I think Little Girl is actually really good. Um, I, I think her performance is like it's it, it's really subtle in what she's trying to do, but I think it really works. It's really eerie. Um, I I kind of love it. Uh, it, it looks amazing. I mean, it, flo- it like the movie. Like you I mean like. The first hour at least to me like it it went past pretty quickly um the scene where <laughs> that guy gets gunned down and just blood like just like falls on like joaquin's face was just great mm-hmm. that's uh, like the turning
3: point it's so I love, that. I love that part yeah yeah
0: and then like i didn't want to say like i lost interest but like i kind of did like uh, from that point mm-hmm. onwards because it just kind of got like i don't know incomprehensible to me and then like hmm. there was that really great scene where like he's on the he, he's under the water and like it's his suicide attempt or whatever i thought that was like, oh, a really beautiful yeah. amazing scene and then the ending like i kind of gave up on trying to understand it i was just like Hmm. Oh, I kind of understand what this means, and then I just like, and he just starts to take off his clothes, and he's walking down. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And I just kind of like, yeah. I is just kind of gave up right there. <laughs> it, it, that it scene
3: is one of my all time favorite scenes, I think, and I would love to explain or get into it when okay. it's my turn.
0: Yeah, I I, 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 like, I, I just kind of gave up. I was like, okay, like, yeah, sure. I, I was wow. like, all right,
1: that's my so, thing I, I, with the film. Like, I was trying to like connect with it, and I was like. I just I'm like what the fuck is happening?
0: Yeah. I don't. I, I just. Yeah, I think I think, I
3: think what I often forget is is I it's a lot more art house than I tend to give it credit for.
0: Yeah. And I mean it's, like
3: it's super super art house.
0: I mean I I get like the the whole thing on trauma and it's represented beautifully like it it it, it, it it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's really great and like the I, I think you get everything about walking's character like all visually and it and it's just. Yeah, it's it's no, really I mean, great,
3: and I picked up more stuff. This is my third time seeing it. I pick up yeah. more stuff every every single time. Just yeah. he gives a chocolate bar to that kid from in, in Afghanistan or wherever he is from across yeah, the other side of the fence, them, yeah. and then that kid gets shot for having this candy bar because there's. Yeah. I mean, just just the small little moments. You don't need more, and you understand so much. It's just such yeah, efficient yeah, it's storytelling. It's it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, totally. And uh, also the scene. I mean, like it's cool getting it told visually but i mean come on why didn't why why isn't he being interviewed by a therapist where she asks him how his day is and then he says that he has negative thoughts and then he's like
3: and
0: then he's like do you remember your time when you walked inside in the sun i mean like well why why don't we have that yeah no it definitely
3: lacks lacks that it lacks and i think i think that's where todd phillips took liberty and just to make it a little better you know
0: exactly i completely I, I'm, I'm i'm with you 110 i think it's
3: definitely just... edit in that i'm being ironic because i'm oh, i not
0: I'm, I'm i'm gonna say i'm i'm gonna like <laughs> I, I'm, on, on the youtube side i'm gonna say not being ironic in the slightest it's just, it's just like unbelievable unbelievable yeah uh i guess go off signal <laughs> all
3: right i think i think instead of continually interrupting all of you i'll uh, i'll finally go um so i think that it is such an incredible um, portrayal of... I, I think I wrote my longest ever write-up on, on this, on this uh, recently, where how do you portray something that is internal, that is completely not... It's not an external emotion. It's something completely inside of you. How do you, how do you get that and portray that to in something that's film where you're watching it, you're not feeling it? And uh, I think what the film manages to make you do is it holds back everything. It never shows you, in, in fact, even in his introduction... It introduces him uh, first. It shows just his face under a bag, and then it shows him kind of cleaning up a hammer, and all you see is his hands and the bloody hammer. And you see him walking out. You see only his torso, and then you see him coming out of the building, or you see him his POV of of uh, almost going out the front door, and the cops are there. I mean, you, and then you see him going out, and his, his face is sort of hidden by a hood. You don't you don't really ever get to know him. You you know him in fragments, and you get the sense that he is in fragments as as a person um and then just first of all about about you guys kept mentioning about the girl and to me i don't think she's an incredible actor i don't she's a bad She, i don't think she's she's a bad actor either i don't think it's actually even super relevant because she's entirely she almost does nothing in the film uh in any way other than than be there behind him or, or or him holding her she's kind of an object he's he's entirely the subject of the film nobody else ever at any point has any uh there's no focus in anyone else's perspective and she's entirely there for him to sort of get and protect and rescue and all that. And I think that's where, um, that's where that scene. So he finally rescues her and we're getting where we, we see that he's, uh, he's building up to, to get her back. And we understand that he's a damaged person, but we also know that we saw in that first scene with a single just headbutt, he knocked the guy down onto the floor, just all that inside of him comes out with a single, just, just absolutely wrecks the guy and he's on the floor um, retching and, and throwing up, and we see that, that, that we, we're waiting for him, this hammer wielding badass, to go into this mansion and save her. And suddenly it switches perspectives, and it's through video cameras, and we get nothing. We get, we get violence when we don't want it as much as we get, and then it's so, when we start wanting it, it sort of stops or goes too much. And it's, it's so, so unsatisfying, uh, that violence. And then, but, but he does get her and is able to, um, to bring her back. And then suddenly the whole film switches. The guy knocks on his door. Oh, he opens the door and suddenly this guy gets shot, blown onto his face. And he realizes that he just saved her, but he didn't really save her. He just participated in sex trafficking, essentially. Um, And, uh, and, and he's so just distraught by this. He's, he's not sure what he wants to do. He, uh, he, these guys are are so caught up that so, so up in the system, they know where he lives because of that kid in the beginning. So I'm just, again, efficient storytelling with that kid on the porch. Um, and then th- that whole thing. Um, but, uh, sorry, I'm going on and on. Um, <laughs> but, um, he, uh, so, so he, he, again, so then he, his mother dies. He's all, he's, he's, he's continually distraught about that. There's that, that beautiful, beautiful scene of him singing on the floor with the person who literally killed his mother, just that sort of, uh, just, that's a whole, that's a whole thing that I, I don't think I have time to get into. Anyway, he, he, he almost kills himself, puts rocks in his uh, when, he, when he sends his mother off to sea, he puts rocks in, he, he drowns himself, but then he, he thinks, he realizes he has a purpose to live. He has some, a, a way to finally, instead of killing himself, he'll get this release of saving this girl, of killing the men who took her and saving her. And he just needs that release at this point, and we're just all so stressed out in his position of needing this release so badly. Um, and, and he goes, and we see and, and, and when he goes into the mansion, it's always the shot right after he killed them. We don't get to see him kill the guards. The shot comes on. He's already 50 feet away from a dead guard that he had killed. We don't get to feel that release. And to him, it wasn't a release because he's trying to. It's only a release once he gets to the main guy up in the bedroom or up wherever he is uh, to save her. And he finally gets to the bedroom and the guy's dead. And at that moment, he needed it. He's there. I mean, everything about it, the music switches to what it was in that earlier scene. um, When by the by the first mansion, where I switched the video cameras. and sure that violence wasn't satisfactory or satisfying. But it was there and we, we were sort of cued to expect it. It's the, this camera switches to a more conventional uh, setting style and the music comes on and we're waiting for it. And he goes in and he's ready for it and it doesn't happen. And at that moment, I mean, as someone who's experienced panic attacks and all that, he, he completely breaks down. He doesn't have gone is the idea is, is the possibility for any sort of release. And he just I mean, the way he ripped his shirt. And just falls down, just shaking and crying. He's, he's completely broken. He has no way to, to get this release. And he goes down and he finds out that it was the girl who killed her own whatever. And it's happy because sort of bittersweet because he, he, she was able to get free and kill them. But he wasn't able to rescue her. And he's still in this state of complete, just everything pent up inside of him. And she's free and there's nothing to do about it. And they go to a restaurant and you see him kill himself. And it's the worst possible moment that could happen to anyone is them killing themselves. But at the same time, it's a sort of moment of just de- just uh, de- de- demented relief that he finally got it. This, this gunshot, this utter just boom that he needed so badly. And a bullet going through his brain is the way to get it. And that's the way he's going to get it. And, but the restaurant doesn't stop. And it's devastating that the restaurant, everyone's just going and there's blood all over and nothing. And uh, the girl comes back. He, it turns out it was all a dream. He didn't even get a release in it anyway. And they say, it's a beautiful day, let's go outside. And to me, it was just, it ruins my day completely. I just went into the whole film, and I'm terribly sorry for rambling. Um, but yeah, just, I just, I, 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 oh my goodness, one of my, if I was on a desert island and it could only take three films, this would be one of them.
4: Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> sorry, no yeah, but that's it, I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh. Yeah, pretty wild. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> just an absolutely unbelievable internal completely internal experience and that portrayed visually is just masterful. Absolutely. So wild.
0: so yeah. what do you like so what, what's your take on the meaning of the title? Like of oh you my God, yeah.
3: I have no idea.
0: Yeah, neither neither have I have no
3: idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just, I, I, I I absolutely no clue.
4: Yeah, I, uh, I mean,
3: I could speculate meaningless things that before I even say them, I can I can knock out as impossibilities or improbabilities that you were never really here. Is his mindset? You were never really here. Is him in the lives of the uh, people who took her and him getting there? And he was never really able to be there for her. Um, I don't know. I, all these things don't really make any full sense of sense, sense at all. And I I'm, I have no idea. It's a great title, but I don't have any idea how it has anything to do with anything.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool title, isn't it? I like those like I was like, ooh a like. actually i'm not gonna ramble on because i'll just I'll, I'll just seem stupid because i don't have like a detailed answer so
3: no definitely ramble on i'd love to hear it <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs>
3: if, i mean if you want to i'm not going to force you but i would i would be very interested in hearing it
0: like what i thought like I was trying to i watched this last night and i i I was gonna watch bottle rocket too but i just had to like kind of process this and i was just like no i can't watch a wes anderson movie after this i was just (laughs) just like okay what the hell does this mean and i like the only way i could kind of take it at the end like i I think your interpretation works much more and like makes a lot more sense than mine did but like i kind of like took it as like walking phoenix is this guy who's trying to like Save people's like innocence, and so he doesn't have to go through that like whole thing that he has to. And then at the end, he finds this girl, and like he's ready to save her, but she's already lost her innocence, and she's just killed this guy. Yeah. And then I do love
3: that. I think that that, and then, that explanation or that interpretation could work in tandem. I don't think that's very yeah, exclusive. I, I I, love I, that.
0: yeah. And then she's kind of and then and then I guess like there's a whole thing, like he's just kind of run down and broken, and just like oh fuck, like I just I my purpose is over now it's just like oh i've i've failed you i don't know what the like that interpretation doesn't really work so well with the last the very 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 last moment like it's such a beautiful day or whatever but uh yeah i guess that could kind of show there i guess you kind of take take it like hopefully also like you could also take it not so hopefully in the same vein
3: i think yeah, yeah like, no I, I really do like i like that interpretation a lot actually it's sort of another reason why it's unsatisfying to him not only wasn't he able to save her he wasn't even able to save her on an emotional or spiritual level
0: yeah and i think that's, really, what that's you said, really beautiful yeah i think what you said about the violence as well is so like it, it like that's, that's just thing the thing that i took unsatisfying away
3: from it satisfying violence i've yeah. ever seen and not in the sense that it's not brutal, brutal violence, but it's just the brutality is never when you want it and always when you least hope for it.
0: And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, do you take it as any. Like, I, I wasn't, like, even really phased by the violence, really, when I was mm-hmm. watching it. Like, it, it just no, kind of seemed not... like, oh, it's there, you know? It is, it's just kind of like a, a another. Sort part of. of. I it. think
3: that I felt like when he punched that drug dealer, he said, don't make me wait. I mean, I felt that punch. I mean, you can see just he does not. I've never seen a punch with that. You know, how like uh, just pulling your punches. I've never seen someone so completely not pull a punch. Just put everything that's inside of them. I and mean, there's so much inside of him into this. Every punch into every hammer. I, I don't know. I right. felt the force of the violence. I don't know if I felt the just how horrifying the violence was as much as I felt just how intensely yeah. forceful each hit was, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah I, 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 I agree with that. I mean, like you, you tell a lot about like this guy uh just just on his on his posture too like i mean his performance here is so great uh did he win best actor oh, at definitely. Or my, like my that?
3: second favorite performance of walking and it's so funny because i think joker is my fifth favorite of his of the decade like
0: <laughs> his best is the master
4: by far
3: yeah no definitely his yeah the master is one of my yep. favorite performances of all time and it's obviously my favorite film of all time
4: yeah yeah, yeah.
3: It that, the other the it's so yeah. funny because he's in—he's in my favorite and my least favorite film of all time. Sorry, what were you what's, saying? What's oh, signs, yeah. Signs. <laughs> <Science? laughs> I've never seen signs. Signs is my least. Yeah. Don't my even dad, get started. We, we don't have time for that. If you thought I was going on and on about this movie, we don't have time. Trust me. My dad is oh, always like,
1: asking me to watch that with him and stuff. Signs. <laughs> never. Seen I mean, him.
3: there's aliens, and if you don't think too much, it's fun, I guess. The yeah. real
0: invasion is atheism.
3: You don't even think about getting me started. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if we're talking like the most like brutal movie violence, movie violence, I'd say brawl and cell block ninety nine, like that. Yes.
3: No, 20 Zoller is is. Hey, yeah, I mean, See, well, I would he, agree with that. when he Wait, when he breaks the that? security guards. I know. There's the bro That I I mean, it's sort of Bronson, but but not in house sense. Just an absolute. Just just gritty action. Just the bones that break in that film. You feel it, and it, it hurts. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, it really, it's, and it's like, it feels like there's stakes, too. So, you're just like. Yeah, no, it's like, it
2: sucks it's just, a good movie. Yeah. Graham, what's the film you just named? No, it was really violent.
1: Uh, Brawl and Cell Block
2: 99. Uh, you get like, spell out. Uh, I don't know. i never heard of this movie.
3: Brawl, Brawl in Cell Block 99. S. Craig Zoller brawl that's the director oh okay yeah yeah. he also made uh dragged across concrete which is also a fantastic action film
0: yeah uh i mean like i'm sure brawl in cell block 99 has great violence but i mean it's not on the level of mortal kombat 2021 (laughs) (laughs) that movie was fine (laughs) that movie was just fine (laughs) Um, it's a perfect, um, it's a perfect um, uh, equivalent to Steve. you were never really here. I find it a really great um, double feature. I, I love watching booster <laughs> together.
2: Mortal Kombat great, has great,
0: great double feature. It
2: has good effects for a for a low budget. To be honest, everyone shits on the effects, but it's it's, it's fine. <laughs> <Guillermo>, <laughs> we're not talking
0: about we're not we're not talking about Mortal Kombat because oh, no no no. I just I just, just want to say it. that
3: really. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go into
0: it. Yeah.
2: That's, cool. combat, that's all. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Super yeah. random. I'm pacing my room right now, and I passed my Eternal Sunshine DVD, and it says a smart, sexy, and seriously funny comedy. Hilarious. Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. What?
0: Oh, Peter Travers. <laughs> it makes sense. Peter Travers. What? A, you know I've he
3: never heard of that name, but
0: do you not know who he is? Oh. oh no. Okay. Uh, one of the know... <laughs> one of the yeah. film critics ever is all I'll say. He's uh... a. <laughs>
3: What an uh, what an interesting do, interpretation of the film. Anyway, sorry. No, I just I do, didn't notice that before and I was blown away that no, it says
0: that. Anyway, you no, do, do some research into Peter Travers. You'll I'm sure you'll love him.
3: well, text me text me his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um anyways, uh yeah, that it it, it, it was great. Yeah. I I liked it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do, do scores forgot. And to
3: Wes Anderson. I forgot.
0: I was going to say one more thing about violence. Um yeah. The one time violence is ever really like like because i i play, i've been playing like mortal Kombat since i was 12 right like violence like it never really like got on me but like it, in twin peaks the return there is one moment with the violence that oh, genuinely, spoil it for me. i'm not going to spoil it i'm not going to say the context but like there's a moment with violence i think like i'll i can talk to graham about this after what, he's seen it we'll, like yeah but, but be more specific. yeah in the episode <laughs> that's in the episode that's in black and white is all right. I say in that episode. Um.
3: Okay, one, and then one last thing about yeah. you were never, you were never really yeah. here. Is I I'm just Graham mentioned he didn't love, uh, just the cinematography. I, to me, it's one of the most visually. if you quote the the, the cliche: every frame or painting. I literally could freeze it at any point and just admire just how really? I don't know. I just love the framing of it so like... much. Maybe it's not. They had to shot on. They had to shoot it on digital. There was a big. There was a big thing about it. How they they were going to shoot it on film. They didn't have. Uh, the budget and they ended up shooting it on digital but i think that her framing just is so just so inspired and so interesting every time and i just i i love it the way he he looks at the mansion when he's when he's scouting it out and you see it uh through the uh the the side of you mirror is is how he's doing it just the shot of him underwater the shot i mean just everything i just i love the way it's shot i i i'm obsessed with it i love it
0: yeah uh yeah let's move on with ratings i guess uh all
3: right i obviously gave it a five so yeah out of ten no
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking i know (laughs)
3: if we're we're doing it out of ten then i give it a three
0: okay great thanks for the (laughs) clarification uh (laughs) eight out of ten i guess uh seven i was gonna give it a seven but I kind of dropping it now, and I, I, I
3: seven I, for so. me. You love to see it. Um, it, was,
0: it, three,
3: it was it was the seven for me when I when I first saw it uh, a couple of years back, and I randomly decided to rewatch it, thinking I would like it more, and I did. So I don't know, it worked out. Who would, <laughs> Who would
0: ever <have> know? Who would ever guessed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now we're gonna move on to what's definitely like the equivalent, like the great follow-up feature of you yeah, I mean, uh, and ever here. Parallels um, can be drawn. So I, I guess today is Wes Anderson's birthday. That's pretty cool. Um, for yeah. you guys, it was his birthday yesterday for me because I'm a day ahead of you. But uh, uh-huh. yeah. Well, so... it was his
3: birthday yesterday for, for today for him too. Let's.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> you're he is you're in not Paris. in the
3: same time zone as he is. He is in
0: Paris. <laughs> He's in oh, Paris. It's, oh, that's true. He's in Paris right now. He's in Paris. Paris. Uh, he's with no Jean Luc is in um. He's in uh, where is he? he? He's not in Paris. He, he hates that place now. I don't know where he is. He? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he is. He's somewhere. <laughs> um,
3: I'm excited that it like has it uh French Dispatch has a release at Cannes, Cannes now. Cannes. I expect a release film
2: for this, film. this fall. Uh, oh. For French Dispatch, please, please, please. On please. Disney it's Plus,
3: premiering at Cannes.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like a wide release in the, like in September or something.
0: You know?
3: Yeah, I think it will. I think I think that's around when it will be September. October. It'll
0: you'll be able to buy it for thirty five dollars on Disney Plus, guys. You'll, you'll, it'll be cool. Yeah, exactly. Premier <laughs>
3: access. I want to I wanna Disney,
5: watch
2: I want to watch Radio and the Last Dragon on Premier Access because I love Disney.
0: I do too. Yeah. No. I, I, all hell, Satan. Uh, yeah. Base gamma. <laughs> <camera>, honestly. Like,
2: <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to watch Mulan 2020 masterpiece.
0: I, right I, I, I I wanted to watch I wanted to watch Mulan 2020 so bad that I actually made two accounts and bought it twice. It's, it's just, <laughs> I, I just had to support Disney so much. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, let's 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 move on. Uh, so Wes Anderson. We're talking about his filmography today. Yeah. Uh, um, he's. I, I don't know if him? you've heard of him. Yeah. Please do. Um,
1: all right. So this is one of my favorite directors. Um, I own all his movies on Criterion. I've seen his movies like countless times. Um, and I think the way, like, we're just going to kind of cover his filmography and kind of say short little things about each one. And I think kind of the way I want to structure it is do like, say, our number nine to our number ones. So All
4: right, cool. Yeah,
1: so cool. I think we'll start off with our least favorite. You know,
2: oh, wait, favorite. let me pull up the list.
1: Yeah, pull up the list, you know.
4: Yeah, okay, I, I think my this list. is
1: mine. My... So I have list... mine handy. All huh? right. I have mine handy. Okay, yeah, see, this list is probably in okay. change for me. Okay, also, lot, guys, guys, guys,
2: is... Uh, for my list, just I want, want you guys to know... I've seen, I think, all, there's nine Wes Anderson movies, right? Nine?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Okay, I've seen all nine and they're all a 7 out of 10 or above, and the one at the bottom, please don't get mad. Right? Because I still Uh-oh. really enjoyed it. Okay?
3: <laughs> Same for Trust me. me. I, I don't remember Bottle Rocket well enough, and so it's at the bottom, but every single other film on this list, and I probably will watch that, uh, re-watch it tomorrow, I think. I was right. going to watch it tonight, but I don't right. Um, But uh, other than that, I love every single one. I mean probably including that. I just don't remember it.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, awesome. Alright.
3: Are we doing Watch the – What's everyone's so number I just, nine? I guess I just said my number nine.
4: Well, oh yeah, true. <laughs> Let's
1: just do the um I'll we'll do me, then Jim, then Gearmo, then Siegel.
4: Alright,
0: right, cool, okay. cool. all right, cool, Alright, cool.
1: So my number nine would be Bottle Rocket, but don't mm-hmm. let the placing fool you. I still love this movie. Um, it's a four star. What, from- what's
3: your number nine ranking, and then we'll we'll put that everything at your respective based on that. Wait, what? What rating? I'm sorry. What'd you give that? What what rating did? Oh, you Oh, number
0: rating? four. Uh, four stars.
3: Nice. Okay. Uh, right. uh,
0: yeah, my, yeah. My number nine is also Bottle Rocket. I just watched it this morning. Uh, I still like
1: really like it though. Like it's so funny, and I just like I love just how like low budget and just. I love Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson in this. I don't yeah. know. It's just <laughs> it's just really good for a debut film. Like I really it, love it.
2: it, it it's is... My number nine It was
0: enjoyable, and... but I did find it annoying. I bet. I did find it a bit annoying to be honest. Annoying? Yeah, no one? One. What? Yeah, like uh, like Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson, like their banter is a bit annoying, like sometimes, but besides uh, that, I disagree uh, with uh, that. I, I
2: loved it. I loved nine. all of it. I remember. I don't I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My number nine is the Darjeeling Limited, which I still think is really good. Trust me. I, I, I don't, it's maybe at the bottom. I know, like, somebody, I know, I know. I know. That's, sorry. that's the
3: one I rewatched today. And yeah. I'm still trying to figure out where to place it because it was my number eight, but I really love it. And I don't know. I might like it more than my number seven. I'm not, maybe even more than number six.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I do? I'm moving it up right now. Anyway, sorry, we'll get there. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out because I really did just rewatch it. Um yeah my number nine is is Bottle Rocket as well uh m- mostly because I barely remember it mm-hmm. um it, I okay. I've seen it once a long time ago um I do plan on rewatching it very soon
1: um next movie uh number eight uh that for me that's gonna be Isle of Dogs which also is still really good four stars animation is fantastic you know
0: gotta love the style you know it, it's great. Um, Jim. Uh my number eight, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh really mm-hmm. cute but really creepy. Uh yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's all I'm gonna say.
3: <laughs> creepy in the also... sense of it's like voyeuristic. <laughs> yeah. My number
2: my number eight is also Moonrise Kingdom. So that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Jim
3: and so I, I have the same. I I'm with, I'm with, am with with Ram me. then. I have yeah. so far my ranking is exactly the same as Ram. i I love dogs my number eight. Hmm.
4: Cool. Sick. Okay. Let's
1: see
3: if we continue this trend, what's your number seven?
1: Uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Right. Um,
3: we are not the same anymore.
1: So <laughs> this one, this one is also really great. Um, I think four stars. I mean, it was a four and a half, but you know, I I changed like my system. So that's four stars. Um, really close to being right. five. You know, classic Wes Anderson, Bill Murray in this is so good. I mean, oh he my is God, so yeah. good yes 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 and i just love like yeah. just like the adventure of it like i don't know it's so great um
0: yeah jim uh number seven is dar jirling limited i don't know how to say that uh Andrew? i in- yeah Darjeeling. I-, I enjoyed it um but uh yeah like it's kind of like every one of wes anderson's like trips in a single film yeah I mean, like that, it's that, like
3: yeah, that it's the most yeah. Wes
0: Anderson movie that Wes Anderson could ever make. I mean, like oh, it's the way about... I put
3: it in my original uh, <laughs> thoughts, I rewatched it today and I think I'm gonna say something different. But the way I, I put "There's Healing Limited" in my original whatever it was, I said, if you like Wes, you'll like this. If oh not, yeah, you I won. mean, like Bill it. Murray. It's, it's not more than that.
0: The Wilson brothers. I mean, Adrian Birdie's there. Jason Schwartzman's there. You know, there's slow mo. Yeah, Angelica Huston.
3: Even... There, you know, it's like yeah, everything. It's. it's... It's West, exactly.
0: It's kooky, it's symmetrical, it's got bright <laughs> colors, it's in a foreign country with some immigrants there like flying around yeah. that speak perfect English. <laughs> I mean like it, it it's it's very West Anderson. That's not I mean, true. No, agree. that part's
3: not true. The speaking English part is not true. They mostly don't even aren't even subtitled, let alone speak English.
0: No, the girl on the train speaks English.
3: Oh yeah. So there's one. I she's I think that conductor and would have to. You're right.
1: I think that Grand Budapest Hotel is more of his like most Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I think that's I agree. like more of his tropes, yeah. I think that's like his that uh, yeah, that's kind of his movie. Well, where,
0: well, um Grand Budapest is kind of missing like the missing father, missing mother kind of thing that's just like that that, that that's really yeah. Wes Anderson.
1: I mean, I guess it's not really about family like as much, I guess. Is that
0: is Yeah. That yeah. I still really like it, though. But, like, um, yeah. Guillermo, what's your 7?
2: My number 7 is Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I saw today. It is my, I have not seen it, mm-hmm. as, as you guys know, in, like, 8 years. I saw it 8 years ago. And I, <laughs> it's been too long. And I finally saw it again today on Disney+, Plus and I enjoyed it much more. because Well, first of all, I didn't even finish it when I saw it 8 years ago in 5th grade. but um, Oh, wow.
3: I yeah. think so far that's the hottest
2: take in anyone's rankings that you put that one in. Yeah,
5: that's seven.
1: a very hot take.
2: I mean, I, I thought it was really good. I, I, like, I just saw it. like I think, no, yeah, I like, know. Ten more, minutes before. More power to you for being yeah. –
4: Yeah.
2: It's because I like six <laughs> – I like six Wes Anderson movies
5: more no, than – No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's an incredible.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: yeah.
3: Um, my my number seven is, is Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, mm. Beautiful film, not one I was particularly able to connect with per se. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like I like what he does, but I don't love most of the film. It's good. I, it's definitely a great film. I think I even gave it an eight out of ten. But it's it's far from what any of my favorites of Wes.
0: I, I forgot um, to add that um in Moonrise Kingdom, I, I don't know why I really like Bruce Willis. He has never really like phased me much, but he was really good in Br- Moonrise oh Kingdom. Like I don't know why yeah, he's so, so good. good. Like and also he's almost uh, as good
3: there as he is in The Player
0: oh yeah and uh, francis <laughs> Frances mcdormand also should be in every wes anderson movie there's no excuse uh yeah Loki, yes she should be in every I, wes anderson movie i, I like, think well, the that, excuse literally.
3: is that she's busy probably but yeah
0: she's busy yeah but like still come on come on for the francis.
2: cast for the
3: next
0: queen for, francis for,
2: for french dispatch is huge you have everyone you can imagine in a West Anderson. yeah right. francis, I mean, it's francis is huge. in there that's good cool. because it's a set
3: of short stories it's an anthology film yeah, so it's each awesome. one. I don't think they're all interactive. I think some actors are never going to see other actors in the film. The yeah. name that I mean, stuck I doubt, out. I doubt Benicio del Toro, Bill Murray, and Francis McDormand will ever see each other at all at any point. Christoph an Waltz show, is going
0: to be in a Wes Anderson movie. Can you wait? I cannot wait for that. Christoph Waltz. Oh really? My god, he's in the French Dispatch. Oh, he
3: yeah. is. Oh my god! So, I'm looking so at right now. Like so many people are in this he's movie. Be... Oh. Oh yeah. my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. And oh, I'm excited that Tony Rivalori is coming back because he was great in. in <laughs> yeah, in it was great. Anyway, sorry, great. we're 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 getting sidetracked onto the French Dispatch now. We're we're all number very number,
0: <laughs> number number six. I mean,
2: Graham. The, the budget is tremendously low for French Dispatch, despite its huge cast. Yeah, it's only like twenty-five million
3: dollars. Really, it's, it's so small. That's so cool. That means they're all doing it because they love Wes, and I like that. That's cool i mean like
0: it's it's. is it like locked in? it should be locked in to win best sag ensemble for now like it for sure right right I except
3: mean, that it's not again because it's an anthology it might not
0: uh come on <laughs> i mean like because all those you stars have 30
3: people you might have 30 huge a-listers and all that but they're not interacting with each other for the most part
0: yeah true yeah true
3: it's six separate stories maybe thematically linked but not literally and not characteristically
0: yeah all right um Let's get into what number sixes. Um, not
1: my number six is Moonrise Kingdom. Um this is when I started getting into the five stars, Moonrise Kingdom. I hear five stars I just like oh it's so beautiful and gorgeous. Like it just looks amazing and I just love like just I
3: don't know.
1: Wes Anderson is just one of my favorites, so I pretty much love all of his movies.
3: You love it's, you it's like children, like, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, just kidding. I'm just because of what Jem <laughs> said about it I was thinking. <laughs> uh.
1: yeah. A lot of people love this movie and for good reason. Mm-hmm, like,
3: mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah.
0: People like it. And,
1: uh, I don't know, it's one of my favorites, but it's not
0: like I don't know, all of these are my favorite really. Like it's just great. Yeah. Um, my number 6 is Isle of Dogs. I haven't seen it since 2018, but I remember it really well. Um I remember really enjoying it. The animation is gorgeous. Uh, the story is really great. And uh, yeah, uh, I liked it more than Spider-Verse. So probably should have won best animated movie whenever. Oh cool. Oh, I agree. Was, I agree. Um, I know
4: Spider-Verse is better. Spider-Verse is better.
1: And this is coming from a West fan.
0: Yeah. I mean, like yeah, I'm not going to Spider-Verse
1: actually. Just like let's just move on. <laughs> I watched Spider-Verse today. It's fucking amazing.
3: Oh, did you really? Yes, it's so fucking That's so good. random. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, it's
2: amazing. It, it's amazing. Am I? I uh, watched
0: Wild it?
3: Dogs Wait, not, not to get into Spider Verse. I was about to say something about Spider Verse, but we're not. Let's not. <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, let's just not do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: My my number six. We're at six, right? Yep. We're number six, yep. all right? My number six is Life Aquatic, which I don't get the the mixed reception from critics. I I, I oh, the oh, score; oh. it's like in the fifties on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's wow.
4: funny. I, I yeah, understand it's that. Only, only not.
3: That's like fresh, movie. I don't know. You, yeah. what, do you guys Wait, know really? why?
0: It's 50.
3: Why? No. It's like, it's I, like I don't think that critic. He's just so unapologetic. And no, I think, I think it's because it so West and West wasn't West yet.
2: Yeah, it's because that's when his like style like really started, and that's where like yeah the, yeah. the critics.
3: I mean like, the, the sets that they built for it. that and everything and yeah no I really like, think they didn't so. I understand I think what if, he was if, trying to go for it came out now after Grand Budapest Hotel and all that, I think it would be a lot more positively reviewed now that yes. West is more understood in a way. Um, totally my number six is Darjeeling. We watched it today and I moved it up on my ranking. Really, I really love it.
4: Yeah.
3: Cool. I think, mm. like Jem said, it is, it is a little derivative of just this is a West film, but at the same time I think that that's a very good thing to be and I really love it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my number five is the Darjeeling Limited. Um, Our I've, rankings
3: are so similar; like we're either the same or one off every time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Darjeeling is like, yeah, five stars for me. I love it. I I just love it so much. Like, it, especially when you like watch like Hotel Chevalier, however you say it, mm-hmm. right before it. Like I kind of consider that like part
3: of the movie. Oh, I, I, was gonna it it after. It. I, I was gonna I'm gonna watch it after this podcast. I watched watch it right it after. after. Yeah. Well, I, watched- I've seen it before. Well, for my but, first, I mean, Natalie Portman's in the movie for like a brief moment. He's yeah. like, "Wait, what?" <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, she's part of that. I
3: like, also love just because I'd seen it that I love that Bill Murray sandwiches the movie. Sort of, he he's the first face you see, and then he's just randomly in the end, also.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> great. <laughs> I just the the relationship between Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, and um, uh, Jesus Schwarzman, Like, I think it's so good. Like, just all their acting and like their banter and stuff. I, I just love the relationship that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of just holds the movie together. That one scene when they have to yeah. save those um, Indian boys from the yeah, like yeah, the river yeah, or whatever.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, so good. Man, I just – yeah. awesome.
3: I, I watched it today, and I have so much to say about this one. I love I the character introduction, how they're all introduced individually in, yes. in relation to each other.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. not
3: it's just it's such a well such other a well than, like
1: talking about each other and like the other person doesn't yeah know
3: like yet. you know you know all about them but only individually right. but only in relation to and from each other and i think that's such mm-hmm. a brilliant family dynamic to, to just sort of subliminal yeah uh, i don't know i thought yeah. it was really really smartly made
1: in Jason Schwartzman is like the definition of sex in this movie. his like mustache oh,
3: and his Yeah, he's I, I mean I love him. He's one of my favorite uh Yeah, he, I love
1: that guy, Man.
0: Yeah. Such a great movie. I love it. Yeah. Jim. Oh, is it is uh, it my yeah. n- number number 5? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh Royal Tenenbaums. I don't uh, know how you say it. Uh, okay. I Ooh. I like it a lot. I love Gene Hackman. What's, I'm shocked that i are shocked for it. Uh Four, like nine out of ten. I love it. Nice, uh, okay. there's a, uh, love I, I was pretty. Oh, uh, I, was, I, was, I was pretty shocked that this is the only Wes Anderson movie that Ben Stiller is in. I thought for sure he's in more. Oh, true. But, and I was like, oh, yeah, he, does more, this is random,
3: he's, he does more. He does more Noah Baumbach than. Yeah, Wes he's, he he yeah.
0: seems really Wes. And, he seems like a Wes Anderson kind of guy. But um, yeah. Gene Hackman's great in just, it.
3: Just in uh, terms of his nose, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> G- Gwyneth Paltrow showed up. That was weird, uh, but she's in the movie. Obviously, she's like a main character. Well, she didn't uh,
3: show up. She she didn't show up. Playing. She was
0: kind of like the main character. She's a tenenbaum.
4: Tenenbaum, like- <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, that was yeah. G- 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 Gwyneth Paltrow, most commonly known from Glee. If you don't know that, she's great in Glee. Uh, go watch her. That. Go watch her singing "Forget You" by CeeLo. It's the most amazing thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs>
0: anyways. Oh, uh, God. Really, really enjoyable movie that actually, like, it really hit me, like, emotionally. Surprised yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And Gene Hackman, again, is amazing. Uh, love that guy.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I adore Gene Hackman in that movie. He just put a smile on my face. Is, oh my, I just
3: love is the guy. He, is, is Gene Hackman also, is that his also only Uh, Wes Anderson? Yeah. Yep. He, he retired yeah, soon so after Man, I think that one has a lot of people that aren't in other Wes Anderson films. I like Baldwin as a narrator cast, usually. and that one has them too. That one has has uh Baldwin as a narrator, it has Angelica Houston's in it, it has it has a lot of his usual people, but you're right, it has a couple of people that aren't any Ben Stiller, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh Gene Hackman who are such main characters in it that aren't like staples of Wes films. It's such a good yeah. one. I didn't think of that.
4: Anyway, sorry Guillermo, what's your number five? My number five is Grand Budapest.
2: It's in my top Ooh, five. Two hot takes. It's a hot take. You, you guys think that really?
3: Wow. Oh, my I gosh. think in general, I might agree. I might. It's not as hot to me as I, I mean, think it is to a lot. That's of people, the. I feel like I kind of see why, I see.
2: why it's a hot take. Like that's the one everyone says it's the best. I feel
3: right. Like, I think also that's where West sort of gained mainstream popularity. Exactly. So I think that in general, uh, just, I just thought it was a really. Like, oh my God, it's, yeah.
2: I just thought it was really good. Maybe I feel like I'd like it more on a rewatch. I just thought it was really good when I saw it. I had a blast watching it. But like I said, I, have, I like four more, I like four Wes Anderson movies more than right, this one. Right. It's, it's really good. I gave mm-hmm. it an eight out
4: of 10
3: mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. Uh, my number five is Life Aquatic. I think it's a it's Wes's most subversive film. It's it's never I mean ultimately the narrative is not at all what you expect. Which I think is sort of a quality in a lot of his films that it's entirely based it seems like it's a narrative experience but it ends up being an entirely character-driven experience. And it's sort of, in this one, the most obviously subversive in a way. And I think that uh, that's a large reason, another large reason why it's so underappreciated, at least especially on the time of its release. Yeah. it. God, maybe it's really good. Um, yeah, it's such, it's such a great film. You, yeah. That's the one you most recently watched. You just watched it, right? Me? Yeah.
1: No, I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, I've seen it twice. I just... Recently, my most recent one was Moonrise Kingdom. But I watched... So basically, I watched four uh, Wes Anderson movies in the past like week or so in preparation for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Life Aquatic, I kind of had a fresh mind on. but mm-hmm. So I guess we can go into my number four. Yeah. Um, that would be Grand Budapest Hotel, Five Stars, which it would be number three, but something took its place. Um, yeah, this movie visually is the best Wes Anderson movie, I think. I, I say that about, like, every one whenever I think about it. I'm like,
3: Wait, okay, which one? that is
1: Visitor Fox. Come on. Oh, I think Grand Budapest Hotel oh, is, yes. like, his best-looking I visual. think
3: that's the one where he was both free to... He was free to be unapologetic, and yeah. he went so completely out, and just every one of his stylizations... The word mm-hmm. aggressive doesn't fit, because it's Wes, and it's sort of uh, inviting, but just so completely and obviously Wes Anderson in every... And, and that's like in every one of his films, but in terms of how it moves, in terms of how it stays still, in terms of how every That's the most Wes Anderson type, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is... Yeah, it it looks just so great. Like, I, I just yeah. can't believe it. You know?
3: Locations, yeah. It's also got, I think, the most exotic type of locations and everything, besides for maybe Life Aquatic.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh the I'm going to continue...
3: I mean, all in one location, even though it's a really great one, but yeah.
0: I'm gonna continue that bandwagon. It's my number four too, uh, mm-hmm. Grand Budapest. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, like out of them all, I think it's the funniest to me. I, I think it's just mm-hmm. hilarious. I think Big Ralph. Rough. To, to me, like this is the funniest. I, I love Ralph Fiennes. I mean, the way he just like orders people around and everything like that. It's just oh, so funny. So so like, it, it's really, it's really quirky, but it's really funny. I I, I love. Yeah, it. And <laughs> I
3: think. Yeah, not okay. a lot of his films have as much cursing as this one, but. It yeah. sort of works in his in his quirk to be absolutely hilarious.
0: F. Murray it's, Abraham. In a
3: weird way, it's his most vulgar film. F. Murray Abraham
0: from Amadeus is here. I mean, come on, come yeah. Oh wait a minute.
3: Oh my
2: gosh, yes he is. I know. I just yes, realized he is. Like, yeah. F. Murray Abraham. It's because I have I, I yeah. haven't seen Amadeus <laughs> when I saw it when I saw Grand Budapest. Yeah, uh, yeah I, yeah, I just yeah. thought of that right now. Like, yeah. oh my gosh.
0: Cause I rewatched <laughs> it recently, and yeah. I'm like, it's Solieri. <laughs> I like, oh, Solieri. <laughs> uh, I
2: wonder
0: if he's. I wonder if he's still mad. You upset, bro? You upset, bro? Solieri. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Demo, what's, I, I,
3: what's your number four? Great. Uh, my number four.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's a film that I don't think has been mentioned yet. Uh, Rushmore is my number four mine as well
4: wow
3: is it
2: just just me and seeing no
3: we're, okay. we're the last two so they did budapest as number four we did rushmore yeah right, yeah right i love how uh almost aware and insistent on it being i think this this is a big factor of West is and i think this yes. is where his influence from mishima comes in most is how aware he constantly makes you that you're watching a movie. And he sort of uh, with Rushmore establishes that he, he puts curtains up for no reason other than yeah. to be like, look, this is a movie. You're not part of it. You're not immersed in it. You're watching it. And it works. And I don't, I can't imagine anybody else doing it and having it work, but he separates you and he makes you, I mean, with, with a lot of his, his just whip pans and the way he kind of shaky cam and just his very yes. obvious production design and, Everything like that—you're aware you're watching a film at all times, and I think that this is where he sort of established that style. I love it, and I can't imagine any working with any other filmmaker, and yet not ever with him. It doesn't ever sacrifice any of the emotionality or heart. It's just—it's such a cool thing he's able to pull off. Uh huh. <laughs> well,
2: Rushmore for me—I I I just I grabbed
3: you over there. That's what, no, all good. That's all know? good. It's all good.
2: Uh, Rushmore—I just <laughs> thought it was so fucking fun so fun so fun yeah, uh yeah. i like I I mean, if, bill murray in that i love yeah i don't know what you guys think but Guillermo. I. yeah what's up
0: oh Guillermo, it's very cool very cool very cool
2: oh 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 very cool very very, oh, very cool. cool very cool, <laughs> very Give cool. Keep hitting those home runs, Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. Rushmore. Uh, I don't know what you guys feel, but I fucking hated Jason Schwartzman's character. But I love that I hated him. Did you guys like him or no?
3: Um, I, I just think he's, he's a sympathetic protagonist. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, like I, but hated, I don't I, necessarily like him.
2: If yeah, like if sense. I if I like knew him in person, I would fucking hate him so much. But like. As in, as in this film, I lo- I found him hilarious. So fucking funny! Uh, how he just wanted to like creepily bang the t- the T shirt. Yeah. No, yeah, I just I
1: know I love the character because like he yeah. just didn't give a fuck about anything or anything. All he cared about was doing like clubs and extracurriculars, like trying to like do something yeah. special. He's like, and
3: I think I think the important thing is the movie redeems him.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
3: and
5: he, um, like
1: he he like does this whole thing with Latin just to get with the teacher. It's so funny. And that <laughs> yeah. scene like, what were you expecting? Like, me, to, like you to finger me, you to tell all your friends? Like, I love that scene. Right. Yeah. She, like, like, what are you trying to do here? You know, like, oh. And then that scene, whenever he like goes into her house or whatever, oh my God, and, like turns on the music. Man, I, I love
0: it. Yeah. That.
2: And uh, I don't Did know you- about you guys. I, I don't know if I'm right here, but isn't the teacher in The Father? Or is that a different yes, actress? Yes, she yeah. is. Okay, yes, good. she is. She looks. Yes, when she I is. saw the father, I'm like, "Wait a minute! Oh, she's she's oh, strong. That's uh, where
3: I recognize her from. Yeah, she has an age today. She was also an, an X Men.
2: I remember, and like in one scene in the Last Stand, she was in that movie.
0: As uh, she hasn't aged today. Have you seen it? She looks great in the father. She. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say like this movie is yeah. from the night like '98, and then she looks the same in the father. That's one yeah, something years later, eighteen that's really years, cool.
4: twenty-two years yeah. later. Wow. Yeah, Rush. Uh, yeah. I love Rush Olivia Williams. Wow. Olivia That's Williams. Her name? That's her name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, she looks- Graham, what's your number
4: three? <laughs> uh, my number three
1: is the Royal Tenenbaums. It's like I've done a complete like 360 on this one, 180, whatever you want to say. But um, it used to be like my number six. I used to really like it, and now I'm just like, all right, this is a straight out like masterpiece. Um. <laughs> yeah, like emotionally it's like super affecting. Like I think the 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 scene where um uh Richie Tinnenbaum like cuts himself and he like
5: mm-hmm.
1: like that is the probably the best scene in a Wes Anderson movie. Like
2: I
3: I, I might agree with that.
1: I think. Like In fact, I
3: think I do agree with that.
1: That that is just like incredible. I like yeah, I was at a loss for words for the whole movie and just like Gene Hackman yeah. just steals the show and like just everything about it, like Ben Stiller's, like I've had a really rough year, that I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm like, it is just so.
3: so good. Let's get some peanut butter sandwiches and go to your mother's <laughs> grave.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I love the humor in this one. Like the
4: <laughs>
1: it's uh, so
3: funny. Harold and so like funny.
1: His like relationship with his grandkids and stuff. Oh my god.
3: Yeah, yeah it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like All trying right. to like,
0: kill themselves. It's just so funny. I, I forgot to add, but um Gene Hackman, like when I was because I, I I'm watching It's Soy Sunny in Philadelphia now. Um and like when I was watching It's Soy Sunny, I just thought of Gene Hackman when I think of Danny DeVito's character, Frank Rebels, because he's so funny. He's like, kids, your mother is dead. Ah! And he's like coming around. He's got like It's <laughs> <he's got, laughs> opening like a bottle of champagne. It's just like, oh yes. And then like he doesn't get anything in the inheritance. She's a whore! She's always been a whore. will <laughs> be Like, oh. Uh, oh that's great <laughs> um yeah my number three is rushmore too uh yeah nice that's what's that we've talked about it already i think i've mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> uh guillermo oh uh, my number two Ooh, is that what it is three my number two three. three
2: okay my number three is i love dogs i love dogs very much oh,
3: nice Damn i love like it better so than much. fox by that uh, much.
2: yes yeah.
3: Also, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I mean, we love but, a good positive hot take, though.
2: Yeah, I love dogs. Is, I saw that in theaters. I think that might have been the only Anderson film I saw in theaters. I, 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 wait, I, what came out before that? Uh, Grand Budapest.
3: Grand Budapest. Yeah. Okay. So yeah,
2: early. I love dogs is the only one I've seen in theaters, and I saw that with my younger brother, who was like, I don't know how old he was, but like, I I was told that like kids would hate it. My brother loved it too. Like we both loved it. Maybe and you just
3: have a really cool brother.
2: Yeah, my brother. My brother's cool, but like he, his taste is very. Like he has a letterbox, and his taste is is very. Uh, he loves Adam Sandler, like comedies and Happy oh. and movies. You know, you, you can you can expect what his taste is. But right. anyway, uh, yeah, I love Dogs was amazing in the theater.
3: I hope he uh, listens to the podcast and hears you saying that.
2: Yeah, ho- hopefully he hmm. will. <laughs> and, uh, I. It's just I like this one more than Fantastic Mr. Fox because I just find like the story of these dogs on this on this island when they meet this Japanese boy. It, I just love that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I love that. I love that story so much. I, and yeah, we love, we love my, to see it. My only issue with Isle of Dogs is I think I don't remember. I gave it a nine out of ten. I can't remember what I what was wrong with it. And I think it was like mm-hmm. the humor, or I don't know what it was. I think I, I, I love oh, yeah. I the. I think the humor in Fantastic Mr. Fox is better. I will say that. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I Love Dogs was just an excellent theater experience, which is why I loved it. It's, it was like my, fa- almost my favorite. It was like my third or, third favorite movie of 2018, I believe. Oh, wow. I loved it nice. so much.
3: So you you would agree that it's better than Spider Verse?
2: Yes, I'm sorry, Graham.
3: <laughs> Unless you were the one who initially said that.
2: No, I think Gr- G- Graham says that. Yeah, Spider- I don't Versus think
3: so either. Right now, I'm getting confused.
1: Yeah, I well, I watched Isle of Dogs like a month or two. Like I've watched it. I watched it pretty recently, um, and I just watched Spider Verse today. And Spider Verse is just I don't know a lot better. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Siegel, you want to give us your third? yeah. So
3: apparently, I'm the highest on this one, which is surprising. But my number three is Budapest and i don't okay. think any more uh, elaboration needs to be done on that but uh, apparently i i am surprised to be the highest on that one
1: well yeah i just it's kind of weird like i mean all of them are like kind of like the highest for me like it's i just love them right so much.
3: yeah like, that's fair.
1: it's like so hard to rank them you know
4: yeah, I just, yeah of I love
3: not just to bring in a point who which of the two obviously besides for the great paul ws anderson which of the two andersons is is your favorite yeah, oh, I mean, to me, it's PTA. to me, it's PTA, no PTA. question. I've given I've given no eight five stars to directors named Anderson, but five of them are, are PTA. Really I
0: important. mean, like Siegel. I don't know why you're discluding excluding um, Paul W S Anderson. I
3: did not. I, I initially <laughs> my my statement was, but uh, because I knew you yeah. were gonna say it because I, I yeah. you said it last time. I said, yeah. apart from the great Paul W. S. Anderson, which of the two yeah. other Andersons are your favorite? That is true. I know you. I knew you were going to say something.
0: But like, yeah, I mean, he directed the first Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, come which on. Which is really <laughs> good, yeah, by the
2: way. Y'all should see Mortal. It's Kombat. It's really well. good. It's better than the new one. Yeah,
0: masterpiece. Yeah, masterpiece. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's 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 clearly like like for me, it's um, uh, not clearly like uh, uh, it's really hard actually, but. Probably as much
3: PTA. as I love West, to me it's clearly yeah. Paul Thomas. He's my favorite yes. director. I think.
0: Yeah. He's a cool guy. I like it.
3: Yeah. So also he's such a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: PTA yeah. is like my fifth <laughs> favorite
2: director. I love PTA. Yeah. Anderson, I don't know. Where I think yeah. I have like a favorite
4: directors
1: list, and my number one is is it PTA or no? Well, it's like favorite filmmaker, so I included cop. So it's like. My number one is Kaufman. My number two is PTA. My number three is Inuritu. And my number four is Wes. So nice. it's pretty, nice. really, That's really good,
3: good list. I would, I would agree. Kaufman's very high up on mine as well.
1: Inuritu is kind of my guy. Like heard, I heard,
3: I heard what you said. Yeah.
1: Birdman and the Revenant. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, I love, I love both those films. A Birdman is, is one of my favorite Best Picture winners easily. Yeah. And One yeah. of my favorite films, even apart from the Oscars, defining what's good.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, um I think like it's pretty clear what my favorite director is, so like we'll just move on. Yes, sir. Um, If you've watched, if you've watched an episode of the podcast, you should know, and then you'll just like. So we'll leave it for the fans, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the two people that watch the podcast. Siegel, uh, did you give your three? uh
3: Grand Grand Budapest. I said I don't know if it was was
0: on. Move on to two.
3: Yeah, I I was just surprised to have been the highest on it, but honored to be the highest i don't know (laughs) but yeah it's a great film and i think rightfully rightfully uh propelled him into the mainstream consciousness
5: Mm -hmm. uh
1: my number two is fantastic mr fox uh this one grew on me so much uh same i've seen it three times now and i'm probably gonna watch it a fourth time for my birthday because when i turned 16 i watched it and when i turned 17 i'll probably watch it again um now that I got the Criterion, but, uh, yeah, it's like the first time I watched it, I was like, cause like, you know, when my friends was hyping it up, I'm like, okay, this is great. This isn't like the best animated movie or whatever. And then I rewatched it, um, last like March or something, whenever it came on like Disney plus, I was like, oh, fuck, this is a masterpiece. And then I watched it again in like June. I'm like, I right, like, come on now. Like,
4: I just <laughs> love it, so much. it. I mean. Uh,
3: I I have an almost exactly similar similar scenario with you. I liked it the first time, but every time I rewatch it, and I've seen it three times now, uh, it gets better and better, and it's it's an easy drive right. for me now. Right,
0: that's masterpiece. Yeah. that's my number two too. Also, my number two is Fantastic Wizard. So fun.
3: yeah, it was a it Was a really hot take where you put it on yours because we all have it at number two. Oh is yeah, I'm know?
2: sorry. I don't know. What, I don't know. I I, I just love.
3: No, this... no, don't be sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like my number two is. Kind of a hot take, like my second favorite. It's I don't think it's a film that it's many very people. Exciting. What is it? My number two is Bottle Rocket.
3: I oh, love... fuck yeah. oh I forgot you loved... said that one. Yeah,
2: I fucking loved oh. Bottle Rocket so 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 much. That was almost I have a
3: never back. seen a ranking of Wes until right now, where that was higher than the bottom two or three.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. Look, uh, no no only... no no no, and I
3: respect it so much <laughs> I've just never seen it i didn't, it didn't even occur to me that you hadn't said it because I just was like, of course you put it near the bottom it didn't even I didn't, yeah. I didn't process that you didn't <laughs>
2: so, bottle rocket uh, my only issue is that it looked very uh, I, I, I don't know what the word is I don't want to say dull it just didn't have like a style at all it was just it was cheap it, it was it was looked very cheap which was fine it, i it, didn't it was have, almost
3: it, as low budget as the French dispatch.
2: Yeah. Huh, yeah yeah but also besides <laughs> that everything else was fantastic i loved the the writing i loved how uh, luke wilson tried to get with inez The the <laughs> i just laughed so hard at that that was amazing
1: oh and he like he like gives the money to her and oh wilson is like yelling yeah. at him in the high like, like the mexican
2: like the mexican that woman, is unforgivable
5: yeah,
1: and that
2: and that and that actress is in this in this movie I saw with my mom, and her like one of her favorite movies, which is like also another thing that I guess impacted it, which was really funny seeing her, and it was just so great. I don't, I just that's a movie I don't understand why people don't like more. Like yeah. I think it's truly. I, I'm gonna
3: rewatch. I think either tomorrow, but or, or definitely sometime this week because I, I really yeah, don't have any. It's four stars in it. for me. I, I
5: still really.
4: It's been love far
3: it too long though. since I've I seen it. Loved it, uh, and so I, much. I I have so much respect that it's your number two because yeah. I've never seen that before, and I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah, it's. Right. Um,
3: and yeah, my my number two is is the same as you guys. Uh, besides your Guillermo, who's just utterly <laughs> insane, apparently. Yeah, I'm insane. <laughs> uh, I'm insane it's fantastic, Mister Fox. Your yeah. Yeah,
1: number one. Okay, yeah, my number one. um, I have a poster in my room of it. It's pretty obvious if you know me. Um, Rushmore is my favorite Wes Anderson movie. It just just, like just bangs so hard. Um, The character of Max Fisher is easily the best Wes Anderson character, um, and probably one of my favorite characters ever. And I think it's the funniest one. And I just yeah, I love I I love it so much. Me and my dad watch
4: it together and. Yeah, it's it's great, it's greatness, masterpiece.
3: Excellent, awesome, cool. cool. Dude, uh, I think I might even go on a just a West binge this week because I enjoyed watching. Uh, yes, <laughs> kind of yes. Today, and me. I am enjoying this conversation and re- remembering how much I love West and realizing I haven't seen yes, most of his films in so long. Character.
1: One of my favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched like four in the past like week or so. So it's
0: like so much fun, dude. Uh my number one is one that I just finished like two hours ago. Uh oh. Life Aquatic. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow, we love to see it. Amazing.
0: <clears throat> Fucking love it. I mean, what do you what can I say? I laughed, I cried, I gasped, I I I drooled over Willem Dafoe wearing a red cap. I mean, what <laughs> what else is there? Yeah, it's he is, incredible.
3: He is, he's a very sexy yeah, man in that is. movie. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, it's so good. Like, I mean I mean the ending is just absolutely it's just it's jaw-dropping i mean like i i like I, I watched the first 30 minutes ages ago i watched it uh, a while ago and i know oh, i'm gonna save this for my last was anderson movie because i know mm-hmm. i'm gonna like this the most and so mm-hmm. this morning after i watched bottle rocket of a I prophecy, start, you might say and finish it and ah uh, aha uh-huh, what did i know i i know myself pretty well and yeah, you know, it, it's <laughs> just it, it's just it's just great bill murray so how do
3: you feel about the fact that it's his incredible. only non-certified non-cer- uh, fresh film
0: well, I mean, I didn't know that until you guys were talking about it. And, like, Actually, Darjeeling you... isn't. A... Darjeeling
1: is only
3: fresh. Are you sure about that? Huh? Are you sure about that?
0: Yeah, it's like 68
1: or something.
3: Oh, yeah, it's 69. Yeah.
0: Well, nice. well, firstly, I think that critics don't, critics don't really matter, and like, they're pretty stupid. I think stupid.
3: 69 is Certified Fresh, though, I think.
0: No, it's, it's not. 70 it's, uh, Well, how do you work? work? Yeah, uh-huh. but, like, critics are pretty stupid, and, I mean, like, it, it shows if they don't like the Life Aquatic. I mean, it kind of pains me that I have this... It kind of pains me that I have the same favorite Wes Anderson movie okay. as Grace Randolph, but, like, whatever.
3: Oh, no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Let's, let's, I had actually let's, never
3: heard of funny. her until, like, a few months ago. Someone sent really? me a video for talking Lucky about Wonder Woman comparing it L- to Lucky one she mentions... The one regime. where she mentions uh, that Phantom Thread's the worst movie of the year. It was yeah, hilarious. I, I laughed out the loud. First I ever heard of her a few months ago. Someone she's... sent me a, a not even a not even a link to a video. Just sent me that video. Somehow they had screen recorded it. I guess. Uh,
0: the funniest thing is that she calls herself a critic. That's the funniest thing to me. <laughs> like she's just, she's the equivalent Girl. of watching like Entertainment like, Weekly. Like honestly, like she's just it's it's like she just reports on scoops and then she argues with like. Like she argued with the director of like Birds of Prey for like, for like, it for like it, like reporting false information. She's like, no, that never happened in a movie. And she's like, actually, my source said it did, and so it did. Happen. <laughs> <It's> like, Watch <laughs> the just, movie, and the director is like, no, I, it didn't happen. I
3: made it. Like, what are you
0: telling me? What happened? What are you talking <laughs> about? And she's gonna stick so high up her ass that she's just like, no, damn, yeah, whatever. Whatever. That's funny. I,
3: I really have. Um, I, I don't. I don't even know. Do people watch her? Like, unironically. I, I know nothing yeah, about. Yeah, people her. do.
0: I know people like I used to. That's like crazy. when I was brain dead. Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> so you're saying so, you still do. You're saying.
0: Huh? So I'm saying that I. am saying so that I'm not brain about dead about you anymore. being
3: brain dead, and I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What is That's... your number one, Guillermo?
2: My number one <laughs> is Royal Tendon Bombs. That's my number one. I, I
3: adore hey. that. film. Oh, you
4: are about to say Rushmore. Oh my god, oh god. single, Really?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, my number one yes. easily. Yes. A film my, that yep. that I laughed so much, but connected to on such a deep emotional yes. level. I've seen yes. it so many times, even so many times recently. It's it's my most watched, my most rewatched, my the one I yeah definitely definitely my favorite, one of my favorite films.
2: Yes, amazing.
3: Amazing,
4: amazing, Single. amazing! That's I your
3: my mo. <laughs> my mo easily the most iconic thing I've ever written.
1: That was so
0: funny.
3: People were like, "Are you serious?" Like, no, obviously I'm not serious. <laughs> it is so
0: funny. Yeah, that was great.
3: Comedy yeah. is subjective, <laughs> Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, my my joke when I wrote it was: If you're if it's 2021, if you're still against incest, just admit you have an ugly family. Oh, I've
0: just <laughs> I've just found this review. I am liking it. I want to like. How can I like this more than once? Oh my god! It's oh. the most amazing review ever. Oh, oh my
3: god. Uh, oh yes, yeah, it was a good one. I don't know what what compelled me to actually have the like the balls to actually put that up there, but I'm I'm very happy that I did because it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, no, it's it's such a just such a beautiful, touching. Just so many characters that you know in such a such a full context of their entire just being. I I love 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 that movie.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
0: incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's our West rankings, guys.
3: What? And now now that we've done a West ranking, what is your favorite Wes Anderson color palette? Each one of his films has a very specific. Oh, um,
0: I love Grand Budapest. I love Grand Budapest, the pink. Oh, so uh, you're sorry. more purple, pink. I, yeah, purple I love that girl.
2: one too. I love yeah. the Fantastic Mr. Fox color palette. Oh, mm-hmm. I,
3: I, I love, I love the yellow that he has in Fantastic the, Mr. Fox and in Darjeeling. Yeah. I, I love yes. that. Yes, Darjeeling
1: orange. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, yeah okay. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Darjeeling, orange oh, like. The
3: Kingdom.
4: Oranges,
2: like Moonrise Kingdom,
4: I think has. Moon- and Moonrise Kingdom. That. What
3: Moonrise what Moon- color would you say Moonrise Kingdom is? I don't I don't see it as one. It's a very yellowish. It's green. very like.
1: It's yeah, yellowish. It's very yellowish. If you, have I watched it just recently. That's the most recent one I have watched. Uh, visually, yeah, it looks it's,
3: been a, it's been a while uh, since I've seen it.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think a yellow, a yellow would be most so fitting. It does
3: seem to do yellow most often.
1: Yeah, I think so, and so I, I think that's hiccups. and Darjeeling looks incredible as well.
3: Yeah, color. Darjeeling is is almost colorized in the sense of just the hyper colorization, almost seem like. Just in terms of color, it, almost animated.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
3: it's yeah. just so so. Well, sharp so I don't
1: I don't like how people underrate Darjeeling Limited. It's like it, like I honestly see it at the bottom. It is, of It is.
3: I think it does make sense though because if you're not a West fan, Darjeeling will do nothing for you.
1: I, I guess that's true, but I mean, I'm. Darjeeling
3: a... is is one of West's best. If you're a West fan, if you're not a West fan, I don't I, I really see of... you enjoying. Oh, I it guess I'm way. not
2: a West fan then. Shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like,
3: no, I don't mean wizard? I don't mean a fan of West when he does West. I mean a fan when a fan of West when he's just all out West. This is West at his most West. Yeah,
1: which kind of makes sense for you, Guillermo, because you because like is like your number two. That's yeah. kind of like he's not really into stuff. But I guess that's the same for me. I mean, I yeah. don't know because I have Rushmore my number one, and he's not like fully into it yet Cause he still has like. Um, if you remember that scene where he's, like, introducing all the clubs he's in with, like, the text and stuff and, like, that kind of, like, quirkiness, he kind of has that in Rushmore. But in, like, when he start to get, like, Darjeeling, then it's way more, like, Wes, you know? It's, like, like, very specific, you know? So,
0: yeah.
3: Right, yeah. No, he definitely came into his style. Yeah, again, his first two features, I mean, especially in Rushmore, you sort of see him creating that theatrical boundary with him in the audience and letting you know that you're watching a movie. Um, But Mm -hmm. he didn't really perfect that the beauty of it in a way uh, and the symmetricity, symmetricity, is that a word? Um, uh, Until sort of after that. Yeah, maybe like Royal.
1: Maybe like Royal Tinnemore. Royal,
3: yeah. I think Royal is very smart Again, it has that more almost, yeah, it's less it's less, I think you see it all leading up to I guess, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and then Grand Budapest, where every single setting is completely manufactured, in mm-hmm. a way. And in in, in his first three, in, in, that includes, I, I mean, if you want to include uh, uh, Life Aquatic in that, and Darjeeling in that, they, every setting, you can look at a setting without anything happening in the setting, without anything moving, you're like, that's a Wes Anderson setting, that's a Wes Anderson frame. But his yeah. first three features, they move like a Wes, they feel like a Wes, they sound like a Wes, but they don't have that 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 sort of production design value that it's so this is so wes you know <laughs> i mean what he created the, the sets he created for like, for life aquatic are are, are yeah just mind-boggling you look into the behind the scenes it's insane
0: i, I kind of agree but then at the same time i think they they yeah i think you're right cause they all really move like a wes anderson movie like they all like like, mm-hmm. like there's that energy that's the same that's in all right. of them yeah, that I mean, especially in Royal Tenenbaums. I mean, that's, I, I I guess that gave me, out of all of his films, that in Life Aquatic and Grand Budapest, I think. Like, you can all, like, link them together as big ensemble casts, like, doing their thing, you know? Like, right. all three of those all fit together. I mean, like, you could say Darje, Darjeeling, however you say it, but that's more of, like, a smaller, like, intimate cast. Right, just it's more of a smaller characters. cast working together yeah.
3: all, at all times rather than yeah. many moving yeah. pieces coming together. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then, I mean, French Dispatch seems like it's going to be that way, too. I mean, it's well, just... Well, again, like... French
3: Dispatch is an anthology, so I think it might be a completely different dynamic. Uh, I don't know. Like, my grandmother I mean, is in be, that movie. It could be six different, wait, different what? St- uh, styles of narrative, technically speaking. Everyone's <laughs> in that what? movie. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: I everyone's in that movie, even my grandmother. Okay.
3: <laughs> I'm in that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> wow. Awesome. Did you meet my grandmother? She's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's Bill Murray's second assistant's typewriter. She—that's her she—that's her role in the film.
3: She has uh, as big a role as Natalie Portman does in Darjeeling.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun on, on set. Uh, I was the—I
3: yeah. uh, was the assistant of the assistant of
2: the bag watcher on set. So
0: of the lobby boy. <laughs> of the lobby boy.
3: <laughs> Is, would you say that's your most anticipated film of the year?
4: Yeah, uh, I th- yeah. My most anticipated yes. for this year
2: are—I'm uh, pretty sure it's this uh, Suicide Squad, which looks great. Dune, Last Night in Soho, oh, Dune, sp- uh, sp- uh, Spider-Man. I'm no weirdly Way Home. not
3: hyped for Dune. Neither am
2: I.
0: I mean, not really. And, and, I, I'm and really so- excited for the new Paul Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah,
3: that's, yeah, that's my number one most anticipated. I get, that's like, scarily, like, my heart starts beating faster when I, every time I remember that Paul Thomas Anderson is a movie coming out, and I'm going to get to see it in theaters, and oh, my God, like, I, I go, yeah, I, I can't I've, even. It's know. so cool <laughs> because,
1: like, I've only recently become, like, or not, like, recently, but, like, um, like, when I was 14, that's probably when I started, like, watching, like, R-rated movies, you know? And so I've like discovered so much more stuff and like all these like past movies that I love, you know, I never got to watch in theaters because either I wasn't old enough or wasn't into it yet. But now that I'm like know everything that's gonna come out, and also because of COVID, but like like I'm gonna actually get to see these movies in theaters and that's just like insane. Yeah, it's like the
3: amount of movies so exciting. Yeah, like the amount of movies
1: uh, that I wanted to see in theaters didn't.
0: I'm about to get to do it. It's like awesome. <laughs> I, I, I have a I have a huge list of movies I'm really excited for, so I'm just gonna read yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Soggy uh,
3: Bottom or whatever it ends up being called. Hopefully, whatever it ends up being called, hopefully not Soggy Bottom, yeah. is my number one. Uh, French Dispatch, Last Night in Soho, uh, yeah. Jim Cummings, The Beta Test. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for for so many so many films. James uh, Bond. I'm even excited for that. I, those are fun.
0: I'm really excited for this movie called Mass that premiered at um, at uh, Sundance. It looks really great. With Jason Isaacs, um, about like the family of a school shooter. There's this movie *Memoria*, which just looks—it—it—it sounds incredible. Uh, Directed by this guy whose name I could never pronounce. He directed this movie like Uncle Bonnaby who can recall his past lives or something like that. It's like a. Crazy movie, mm-hmm. Uncle
3: Boon me can who can recall something? Like that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I do, uh, I do. I do Wong, want to look into that though.
0: Won Won Kar Y is making a new movie. It's coming out this year. Uh, you know awesome who else is kind. making
3: a new movie? And I found this out today. And Mark the Coen Jane brothers Luke has a film coming out this this no, uh, the Coen Brothers are next year, I think.
0: Is it not? Is the Macbeth one next year?
3: Oh. Yeah, I think it's next year. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, th- I feel like I'd be. I yeah. just, just my hype levels, I feel like would be higher if it was this year. So the fact that they're not to me, right, says that there must be like a sub. I, okay. just, I must have been aware it's not, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, Paul I'm excited something
0: for, new one, yeah, I do something is in good new too. that's
3: true. I'm excited so for COD Petit counter. Maman, um, Celine Siama's upcoming film.
0: Yeah, looks cool.
3: Uh, yeah, there's just so much coming out this year. Um, in the Heights and uh, West Side Story are coming out, those are going to be probably pretty fun. Um, yeah, um, the Green Knight. I mean, I'm just so excited to spend so much so of what my year in the theater. Happen, you know,
4: <laughs> what
3: happened to the Which Green Knight? Like, that was like Still coming, oh, out, it's coming out this year too. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good call. I love uh, a ghost story, so I'm very excited for this.
0: The Many Saints of uh, New York, or whatever it's called. That's like about uh, the Sopranos, or whatever. It's yeah, the, uh, the movie in the Sopranos. I oh. haven't. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the Sopranos either, but like I'm, uh, so, I'm gonna. Binge it before that movie comes out. Oh,
3: cool! So I've
0: always wanted to watch that movie. Suicide Squad looks great. I mean, like I'm, I'm genuinely. Excited I think James
3: it. Gunn is is a reliable.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, as soon as you have, and... as soon as you have the fucking polka dot man in there, I mean, I'm in. I mean, like, I don't care. It's the polka dot man in a movie. I mean, that's that's incredible. He needs a raise for that. That's just <laughs> genius. Okay. It's genius. I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna watch it for sure. I hope they kill Harley Quinn. That'll be really funny. I- I'd love to see him <laughs> get really disappointed. Be- and then
2: they'll yeah, cancel the... They won't. Uh, She's too... They'll cancel Uh, Gotham City Sirens, the Harley Quinn vs. Joker movie, the another Harley Quinn standalone movie. They have like five yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly.
3: That's the so- problem with these movies is the sequels are already in the works for so many years. <laughs> you already kind of know who's going to make it through the movie. Exactly. No, like,
0: it would be, be a huge fuck you if that if James Gunn did that. But like, yeah, be liar, I, yeah. I I, I, can't, I really but everything hope he's happens.
3: doing has to be approved. He doesn't have full creative freedom like that. I mean, apparently, apparently he has freedom he got... to do whatever, but he doesn't have that level of freedom. I, no, apparently,
0: I think I everyone's dying. Creative freedom to kill whoever he wants.
3: Yeah, yeah including Ellie, Apparently. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, they I need mean, him more than he needs <laughs> them. So, to
0: be honest, I think the Polka Dot Man will survive, and that'll be the only character that survives. So That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just. The polka dot man just lives. I
1: love that guy. The, that actor. I can't remember can't remember yeah, yeah. last name. but
0: He's the only part I remember about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Baba, Baba Yaga. To like later in 2049. He's pretty yeah. cool.
3: Baba Yaga, that's John Wick. Yeah.
0: yeah no, but like it's in. Im- <laughs> a scene in Ant-Man. Where he's talking about Baba yes, Yaga or yes. whatever. Yeah.
3: He's like, oh, Baba Yaga is coming at night, or
0: something like that. It's really is funny. This, is ah. this
3: Ant Man? I don't know anything about superhero movies. Yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to talk here.
0: Ant Man, Seagull, <laughs> it's cinema. I don't know if you know about no. that. No. Ant Man
3: 2. <laughs> I understand. Not I, I Ant- know Ant- of its existence, and in fact, I've even seen it.
0: Not just Ant Man, it's Ant Man 2, bro. Ant Man and the I think Wasp. I saw
3: that one in theaters. I still don't remember it, but I did see it in theaters, I think.
0: It's like the most boring, bland film you could like ever thing like the definition of studio product is Ant Man and the Wasp. Like it's just not even (laughs) funny. It's it's just.
3: Should we should we get into Marvel or should we not get into Marvel?
0: No, we're not doing it.
3: Let's get into Uh, the Rex. Rex. Let's let's
0: get into Rex. The Rex. 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 Oh, since it was Graham's turn, it's yours, dude. Your most. Hey, can I can I recommend
1: one? And since come on, like uh, last time, like you were never you were never really here, never really here. It was kind of like Siegel's thing cuz i didn't know you.
3: it was very much my thing thank you for allowing me to do that <laughs>
1: okay i do have a, i do have some suggestions um i think maybe uh girmo if you want to do like Idiocracy, we could talk Ooh, about that
2: i want to oh. see that actually the movie
4: okay yeah, yeah, i yeah. love that I'm movie i'm
2: cool so. with that i'm cool with that and, uh, movies that like that I, I just have never seen or like have most of us haven't seen it would be perfect,
1: Yeah, to be honest. It's just so, like, dumb and, like – but, like, the humor is so – it, it's, so, it's such a weird, weird – I
3: doubt I can keep forcing my way on here as much as I enjoy being here, so I'll quickly give my thoughts on idiocracy. It's, I, I I don't like it. <laughs> I think yeah, that it, its relevance I, I, I... does not determine its quality. It's more relevant every year, but it's still just an annoying, loud, abrasive, unfunny experience. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Yeah, well, I can see it's how you really, don't like, but I really do. I am
3: and... not, I am not a fan of it in any way, and I, I apologize for not mincing words. It's such an annoying film to me.
1: God, me. if you want to take a chance on it, like, I
3: don't watch it. It's I don't fun, I think I don't think anyone's gonna hate it like I do. I, I really want to watch it. Idiocracy. <laughs> I watch it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how people are gonna.
3: Sorry to slam your Graham. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I just try to get people to watch it for, like, such a long time. And it's just, like, you can't look at it, like, in a normal movie. Like, it's it's just... No, really... for
3: sure. It has more relevance than it does quality, <laughs> if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it, it's, like... I, honestly, I just think... I feel like it's so, like, intentionally, like, just, like, dumb. Like, it's just so ironic to where, like, I just find it hilarious.
3: Yeah, but, no, I love that. And I'm sure yeah, that's what it's it Yeah, I think to you do. just gotta watch
1: it and figure it out for yourself. But also... Yermo, Do you have any like ideas? I mean, if you don't, like,
2: well, could, I'm could just looking at like our watch lists of like what most of us haven't seen. I don't think mm. most of us have seen. I think I recommended this a long time ago, but I don't think we we watched it. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Do you guys want oh, to see that? I, uh, I have, haven't
3: seen it.
4: I need to oh. see
3: it. I haven't seen it either. <laughs>
4: oh, uh, would well, you guys want Manchester to see that? By the sea. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, sure. Manchester by the Sea. And yeah. Guillermo,
1: there's also this movie called, like, The Young Girls of Rochefort.
3: Um, yeah, that's a great movie. film. The Young oh, Girls none of you young seen girls. that. It's Jacques Demy. Oh, one of the yes! the biggest influences on La La Land.
2: Yes, I want to see this.
0: Yeah. Such, I, I a, such a good oh, film. Oh, wait, by Demy, By Demi, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: I know that one. Yeah.
2: Or there's yeah. also The Umbrellas of Cherbourg, which is also. Right.
3: That's the obvious. I mean,. La La Land is a literal remake of that.
2: Oh. Do you guys want to watch. I was I was oh?
3: blown away by how La La Land is literally just a remake. And I want to just be clear La La Land is better in my opinion, but it's 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 a full-on remake of Umbrellas of mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
4: Yeah. Which one's you want to watch? Like
2: the mo- the more popular one is Umbrellas of Shaburg. Or whatever you guys is- want.
3: Honestly uh, just just for reference Umbrella's of Sheberg is a full musical there's no spoken word it's all sung That's uh, fine. Umbrella's uh sorry uh Young Girls just just whatever uh, and Young Girls is less Young Girls has mu- many musical numbers it's a musical but but there are just spoken segments Uh,
1: uh maybe Young Girls I, I kind of want to watch that one I don't know
3: That has the highest average on Letterbox I think Yeah it's really fun it's really really fun
4: Awesome We could do that one Um cool. and then ma- uh,
1: I, I would say three is probably too much, but um, uh, like, we finished-
3: well, we did an entire filmography plus this week. <laughs> okay, well yeah. that's
1: that wasn't like mandatory to like rewatch it. I just rewatched them for fun, and like I kind of just told Jim to like finish the I don't know, but uh, we we could just do all three. Um, but yeah, uh, if we don't get to some of them, that's okay.
0: I guess we can just do that. All
1: right, sounds good. Because I kind of want to watch these movies again.
0: I have to watch right, a now. bunch. I have to watch a bunch of movies for school uh, that I still haven't. Mm. That I have just like put off. That mm-hmm. I need to see. Like what, these, what I mean, do you have to
3: see? Good? a
0: bunch of old noir stuff because that's what I'm doing for my okay. um Fun. for my uh short film at the end of the year. So I have to analyze like mm-hmm. nice. a bunch of these movies. Uh, yeah, I, and tonight I'm watching Inglourious Bastards because oh, we're studying it. We're wait, studying it at school.
3: Yeah,
1: wait, shit! I haven't seen that. Used to be my favorite movie, and I haven't seen.
0: God, yeah. I haven't it. Awesome. I feel
3: like it's a, it was everyone's favorite movie at some point. Yeah. I
0: can, <laughs> it was never yeah. my
3: favorite movie. No, it was
0: never mine because it was it's always Bad Times at the O'Reilly. It's the best. Time it's the so the best
3: it was, it, Pulp Fiction is my favorite. Thing. I rewatched it recently, and as as film broy or whatever, it's it's. I mean, it's his best movie.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it's the second best for me. I, 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 still, I,
2: still, think, for I still think Hollywood is his best, to be honest. That one's my favorite. Yeah, I,
3: we spoke about Hollywood last time. Hollywood's fun, but I, I ultimately dislike it, and it's oof, near the oof. bottom of my rank for him. It the is bottom? It seems oh, to no. me to be a, It seems to me to be a Polanski apologist sort of reverting back to Hollywood and apolog- and, and allowing a system that is not in place for a reason anymore. Oh, and, and, and sort of hoping for that <laughs> back, uh, romanticizing what it was, and it keeps show. I mean, it, it 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 decided to show Polanski repeatedly in a in a in a completely uncritical light, and to me that was just a little much. But it is fun to watch. Just ultimately at the end, I'm like, eh, I don't really love what it's doing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yep. in Glorious Buster's, like, it was it was never my favorite movie because I always had bad times at the El Royale. So like, it was never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my
3: name
5: Well, too.
3: Bad Times came out almost a decade after *Inglorious Bastards. True,
0: true, but I saw it after, so. I mean,
3: uh-huh, I okay.
0: But, uh, I, I still love doing Christoph Waltz and I do him all the time at school. I'm like, oh, yes.
3: Yeah, I think that's the biggest critique I have with uh, *Inglorious Bastards and again, I, I really, this, this film I really love, um, but it does provide fascists with a sort of figure to look up to. That's exactly what fascists want to be, is that character who's so feared and so respected in that sense, and he's so... Such an ideal fascist to fascists. And I think Wait, that's what? A counterproductive Christoph Waltz's Wait. character in, in Glorious Bastards, Hans Landa. Oh, yeah.
0: I kind of hate that, like, Such. A, I have family I mean, that died in the Holocaust, right? And I kind of hate that uh-huh. I kind of like a Nazi, but whatever. Wait, what?
3: Right! I'm and I, I think that he's a good <laughs> villain in a way. You like to hate him, or whatever it is, but the yeah, fascist... Yeah, I mean, like... A fascist yeah. will will see that and look up to that in an unironic, not love to hate sense, but look really? at how everyone fears him uh, and look at how. I don't.
1: Like, I don't. Know I don't see him really as, as like a figure to look up to. I see him as like
3: not because you're not a fascist. True, but, but like, but if you, <laughs> well, what, well, what, hope, what difference I, does it make
1: scared. if a fascist is looking up to Hitler versus a movie
3: character? Because, what's
0: the a movie character or that, movie like,
3: that's, that's a movie that's critiquing fascism or at least presenting fascism as the as the as an objective unquestionable evil but yet provides a a figure for f- to whom fascists can can look up and respect so in what way is counter that tyranny tyranny counterproductive? counterproductive. Well, he created this character. What how is that not his fault? Who's looking he up at a Hans character of that's of an ideal fascist, too fascists.
0: But like Hans Land is also kind of like viewed as like like like, like at the end he, he he's kind of like viewed as like stupid at the end and like just like a moron. Like pathetic,
3: I uh, I think he's, he's yeah, a little pathetic. bit. True.
0: And then, like, I, I, I mean, it, I find it, I find it hard to believe that someone could, like, I mean, I, I'm sure fascist, fascists would have turned off the movie by, by, by then. But like, also, it, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, Landa is kind of just like Tarantino getting to be fun and just like do a bunch of like weird stuff that, like, he,
3: well, that I, itself I, might be its own problem. That Honda, look. Landa, is a literal Nazi, and it's Tarantino being fun.
1: Yeah, look, I'm so confused. Who is looking up to Hans Landa? Where's Yeah, exactly. That's fascist, like I'm
3: like what? fascist.
4: Who? Who? Yeah.
3: No, I'm not. I'm not saying specific people. I'm saying in a in a sense of a film you that is use, trying to you make that argument for like any villain,
1: in any movie. What I don't
3: sort of, like, yeah, but I don't think that most villains and mo- meaning Joker short sort of. Let's take yeah, people take the most might music. look up
1: to Joker, but like whose fault? Not villain? in
3: The Dark Knight where he's the villain.
1: I no, mean, people look up to mean, people still probably look up to him, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is... Was-
0: but, <laughs> like, no one looks up to Corey from Le Cercle Rouge because Melville makes it very clear that they are dumb and stupid, you know? And I, I kind of love that. It's really right. sick. Yeah. I should watch because, like, that. The, the, These characters, like, even Jeff Costello, like, in La Samurai, like, Melville makes it really clear that, like, this character... Like is evil, and I, I and like you, you like you cannot relate to him because he just does not show any re- emotion like throughout the entire mm-hmm. film, and like that in that way he's like incomprehensible and like almost impossible to relate mm-hmm. to him and therefore idolize. So yeah, I think it's like really cool. I, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't see any problem with the character of like though. No, I think he's a very. I don't like. I mean, ever, I don't see him like. Oh, this guy's so cool. Like, can I be him?
0: I like. I just don't. What. <laughs> Don't i mean if any- i
3: think that if anything right, like I, I want to be
0: christoph that- waltz like if anything not so much hans lander because christoph waltz is just like, just like so like i mean he- how can you hate christoph waltz i mean he's just <laughs> such a i mean like <laughs> he's really on. not
3: that i don't know how to i haven't seen him in much but i haven't really been impressed by anything he's done apart from tarantino films and also he beat uh his character uh the the dentist in Django beat Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Master for the Oscar. Awesome. Yeah, that's oh. awesome ridiculous. There.
0: That, that's ridiculous,
3: but like, <laughs> absolutely you know. bonkers.
0: He's great in Django, though. I, I think he's great in Django. I mean, he, he he's... he's fun in Django,
3: I, and I don't. I'm not the biggest DiCaprio fan, but I think DiCaprio was a better supporting performance. It's well. like a reward.
0: No, nah, I disagree. I disagree with that. I think I think I think I think uh, I I think Walt is better than DiCaprio in that movie. Really, uh, he
3: definitely has a he's bigger great. supporting part. He's awesome he though. Like fun. that
0: that moment at the end is so great oh you really want me to shake your hand
4: <laughs>
0: yeah but i mean it's nothing compared to inglorious bastards i mean that's like one of my favorite yeah, yeah. performances performance in, in of all time a great performance i would like the united states government to purchase land for me in Muntucket island <laughs> <laughs> the way <laughs> the way he says everything is so cool like, i don't know why he's just like i mean like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to say anything more about it. Let's we'll just move on.
3: <laughs> I mean, there are stories of of Tarantino looking for to cast this character that he thought he'd written as uncastable because of the amount of languages he speaks and the amount of nuance and yeah. whatever. And then Christoph Waltz just kind of appeared, and he's like, "Whoa, I guess this character so, is doable." So
0: do Siegel, like, do you have problems with like, say, Jojo Rabbit? Right? You know, it's like a movie that's really funny set in nazi times like do you have a problem no, with because, that? No, like, because really. the,
3: the hitler in that movie is is a not hitler obviously he's yeah he's an imaginative oh he's a, he's a child imagination um yeah. and secondly the the nazis that are shown are not someone that if one were a nazi um would be someone to look, to whom they can look up and respect and admire because they're bumbling fools the ones that are shown in the movie
0: Right, and like Michael Hanukkah, like said some stuff about like oh Mikael Hanukkah? how do you say his name? Is it like that? Michael Hanukkah? I just yeah, like you know you know who I'm t- you know who I'm talking about. Like he doesn't like Schindler's yeah. List and stuff like that about because, of, because
3: right. Of I I think Schindler's List is cheap in a weird I way. I, I haven't films, seen it. I, I think,
0: films, it.
3: I think it. films about the Holocaust that don't do much more than just present the Holocaust seems to me to just be uh, not um, not just sort of sort of cheap meaning it's the holocaust of course it's emotional we get it you like do something with it and sure it tells this sort of story but to me uh especially uh as someone who who has history with uh family and all that in the holocaust it just it just feels like it doesn't do more than just look at this is the holocaust be sad now be, be emotional now I
0: right know. i mean like and yeah you, you, you like that's what i'm kind of held off on watching it, because at the same time...
3: Yeah, and I it, think it's it a looks, moving film, but not for, not for any reasons that are like, whoa, this is such a moving story. It's just, it's the Holocaust. Of course it's moving. It's such a painful I mean, time in I, history.
0: I, I learned about Oscar Schindler at school without having to watch the film, so like, I don't know. right? It's like, so interesting they didn't need... show you the film. Nah, they never showed it. Like, they, they recommended it, but it was like three hours long, and I was like, I have better things right, to do that's than true, watch, that's true. It than is, watch it Schindler's List. You know, I'm just like... Nah, but, but he, also it wasn't any streaming services at the time, so it's just mm-hmm. like, eh, forget it. But yeah, we we went really off topic there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what we're talking about anymore.
0: Yeah, um, that's <laughs> the end of the episode, ramble, I guess. Should so we just for for end the episode? <laughs> Let's just yeah, end it then. Here. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you stayed a lot longer than, yeah, we we went over time. I, th- I feel like we're holding you up. Who, me? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, I, I had fun like talking with you guys. I wasn't like in a rush or anything. I just, all right, it's cool. You guys don't worry about me. I'm fine. All
3: right, I appreciate right. you guys having me on again and allowing me to just ramble and talk too much. And yeah. you guys are awesome as always. So this is yeah. amazing,
4: amazing stuff. Awesome. All right, take care, everyone. Right. <laughs> See you <laughs> guys. <laughs> bye bye.